I've been working this grave shift And I ain't yeah, yeah. it I wish I me could too. Buy me a spaceship and fly I swear I do Insults me again, I will be assaulting him After I fuck the manager up Then I'm gonna shorten the register up Let's go back, back to the gap Look at my check, wantin' no scratch So if I stole, what am I fault? Yeah, I stole, never get caught They take me to the back and pat me Asking me about some khakis But let some black people walk in I bet you they show off they token blackie Oh, now they love Kanye. Let's put them all in the front of the stove. Some on break. Next to the no smoking sign with a blunt in them all. Taking my hits, writing my hits, writing my rhymes, playing my mind. This fucking job can't help them. So I quit. Y'all welcome. Y'all don't know my struggle. Y'all can't match my hustle. You can't catch my hustle. You can't fathom my love, dude. Lock yourself in a room doing five beats a day for three summers. That's a different world like three summers. I deserve to do these numbers. The kid that made that deserves that made back. So many records in my basement. I'm just waiting on my spaceship. I've been working this spaceship and I ain't made shit. I wish I could buy me a spaceship. Trying to make this thing right 
And having one of my co-workers say, yo, you look just like This kid I seen in the old Buster Rhymes video the other night Well, easy come, easy go, how that saying goes No more broad service cars and them TV shows that all had got snatched from me And all and they faculties all turn they back on me And didn't wanna hear rap from me So naturally, actually, had to face things factually Had to be a co-catastrophe Get the fridge and stare back at me Cause nothing's there, nothing's fair I don't wanna ever go back there So I won't be taking no days off Till my spaceship takes off working as gracious And I ain't made I wish I could buy me a Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Welcome to the Gina and Randy Show. Gina and Randy Show. America's most listened to podcast ever. Who cares what all the facts and figures say? We know it's true. Call 888-520-4374. That's how you get to talk to your hosts, Gina and Randy. The Gina and Randy Show. On the Toad Hop Network. Good morning, everybody. It is Gina and Randy right here on the Toad Hop Network every Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Pacific Time, right here at the John Lovitz Theater in beautiful Universal City Walk, Universal Studios Hollywood. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Gina Grad. It is a beautiful, beautiful, brisk July Friday morning. Yeah, it's brisk. It's a little chilly. It's a little rainy. Yeah, little uh, it's crazy July. A lot of lot of a lot of wacky weather this month. It's a lot of wacky super weather. Hot, super cold, super rainy, super dry, super humid. It's the sign of the apocalypse. Yeah, we're getting too many of those on the year where it's actually supposed to be the apocalypse. Exactly. Time to start getting scared. And uh, I don't want to jinx it as I am known to do, but today's the twenty seventh, right? Yeah. Thirty days has September, April, June, and November. All the rest of thirty one. July thirty has thirty one days in July. I think so. All right. Um, that means we have four or five days left, depending on how you look at it, before you can officially go back to the hospital. Oh, yeah, that's right. In July, you do not go to the hospital, as we reported yeah. last week on the show. Stay away from the hospital in July. That's when all the uh, new kids are there doing so their residency. The residency program, the interns are there. They're, yeah, uh, people walk out with a... Right behind the ears and ready to cut you open. Yeah, they, you walk in with a splinter and you walk out with a half a leg. Yeah, sounds yeah. like fun. So uh, so here's the deal, Randy. Uh I didn't get much sleep last night, as you can probably tell. I look yeah. tired. I feel tired. I'm going to wake up uh, toot sweet. But um, I realized I didn't start show prepping till like, I don't know, 1 o'clock in the morning. And we get here at 7.30-ish. Well, I don't know what the hell you get here. That's when I get here. <laughs> and I couldn't rip myself away from something 
that I would never watch if I wasn't in an extreme state of duress. Dawson's Creek? No. I'm not suicidal. Oh. More Prison Wives? I finished the first season. That's all that's on Netflix. Oh, I'm so sad. But um, I watch something that I watch roughly every four weeks without realizing it. Um, when I'm uh, sort of, uh, it, I could possibly be PMSy, whatever. Sorry, it uh, happens. Um, but when that seems like it could end up being a thing in life, I figure it out because I start watching clip after clip after clip after clip of kids auditioning on Amer- on Britain's Got Talent. Oh wow! Yeah, I like I can't. Stop. That kind of pain and suffering is just like a metaphor of what you're going through? Well, it's not pain and suffering when the kids are on. They're all like adorable and like I get all like, <laughs> I think that's the only time my biological clock even, I even know that I have one is when I just, I'm like all teared up and I'm watching little kids sing like, somewhere out there. And I'm like, I can't handle myself. Oh, so it goes that way. Yes. Like you get baby crazy. Yeah. I don't want them, but I can't stop watching these clips. I can't stop YouTubing like little seven-year-old Robbie from Wales singing (laughs) I Did It My Way. Like I can't stop. And I don't know why. And I was getting all teary-eyed and I was, it was, you know, an hour and a half into this and I was still finding kids to Google. And you don't even realize why you're doing it. No. And then I'm like, hold the phone. Let's do some quick track math. And I'm like, okay, at least I can break the cycle once I'm aware of it. But it took almost two hours. They That's let, a lot of YouTube. They let so many kids audition on Britain's Got Talent. That's why I think I prefer, well, I love their little accents. And uh, and the American ones, they're okay, but they're like, hi, I'm Susie. I'm like, shut up. There's too much backstory. There's too much, uh, no. there's too much you know, big uh, production beforehand. You don't get to see enough of the actual audition. Britain's Got Talent's probably a little more pure. And uh, the, uh, the, the two Ryans, I don't know what their names really are, the, the two host dudes. I like them. I've never seen Britain's Got Talent. You're, you're looking at the wrong well, guy. Well, remember they for... used to have, you know, it used to be Seacrest and Dunkelman. Yeah. So this is Britain's Seacrest and Dunkelman, and I like them. They're well, uh, they're all right. Brit it up. Yeah, and then and and this is my favorite part. A lot of times, especially with the kids, and it's so dramatic. The kids will start singing. They're thinking they're doing such a good job, and then Simon or whoever the judges will be like, "Stop! Stop!" Like and like this little kid's audition stops the yeah. audition. And you're doing this all wrong. Do you have anything else? And the kid's like, happy birthday? See, that's what I thought you'd be watching it for, the crazy awkwardness. But no, no you just that, love the kids. That makes my heart stop. I can't watch it. I'm too uncomfortable. So then like this kid's like, I can sing Who's Loving You by Michael Jackson. And I'm like, this is going to be a disaster. And kid's got to do an on-the-fly audition. Yep, and they do this to them all the time. And this kid fucking brings it with the thunder. And then Simon's like, mm-hmm, see what I did there? I'm taking credit for that. Oh, I stopped him. Boy. And I couldn't stop. And I, By the way, I don't watch America's Got Talent, and no, I've never seen Britain's Got this Talent. This is not your kind of show. No, I don't like game shows. Like, uh, I don't do that. And you didn't think to seek out like a full episode of this. You just no. kept watching random clips. Just kids. Just kids. I'm only interested in like, somewhere out there, that, that pass them through because you can't buzz a 
four-year-old. Yeah. But nobody wants to, you know, pay to see them sing somewhere out there in Vegas. You just let them through. You do. You're right. I'd, I'd go. But it's it really is more of a talent show, I guess, in Britain because their big prize is they get to perform for the queen. They don't get a fucking contracted at the win or whatever. Well, that's a huge honor. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like, okay, so do, you know, spin plates or whatever. Nobody cares. But here you get a contract at the... Uh, what the what's the puppet guy the uh the, the what guy that won America's Got Talent he has a, his own theater at the Mirage I'm gonna keep doing this till I figure it out I have no idea I, the, I, I have never watched America's Got Talent well all I know is I stayed at the Mirage and it was like the Billy Bob Puppet Theater and I'm like for real they named the theater after him after a puppet guy yeah who won America's Got Talent wait a puppet guy won America's Got Talent yes. That's what talent America's got? This might jog your memory. Probably not. He has all these dumbass puppets, and then one of them's the, like, real uh, fucking edgy uh, dead terrorist. Oh. He's like, I kill you. It's real It's real creepy and, like, not that funny, and everyone loves it. I don't get it. Okay, so you don't, you don't have a clue what I'm talking about. Why is this popular? Why would people go to see this in Vegas? Because people are sheep. I don't know. <laughs> Hi, Elijah. Oh. Oh, God. Elijah, I feel like Elijah has something to say. The name of this a-hole comedian <laughs> is Jeff Dunham. Jeff oh! Dunham! And he is the most unfunny piece of crap on the planet. Wait, wait, wait. Jeff Dunham went on America's Got Talent? I know Jeff Dunham. He sucks. It's the Jeff Dunham Theater at the Mirage. I stayed there. But he won America's Got Talent? Yes. That Why? I'm not sure he did. Was it, I thought it was some... Well, we'll find out. I mean, we'll he got out. his own theater. I thought that was the grand prize. Well, so he, I he he's won. huge. But he's, no doubt about it. He's huge because I... I thought it. he's huge because he won America's Got Talent. I know a puppet guy did win America's Got Talent. I wasn't sure if it was him. If a puppet guy won and he's named... And he has a theater named after him. I think one plus one equals two. And I love that the three of us, who are fairly plugged into what's going on in the world. Definitely in the comedy world. No idea. No idea. And do you love, by the way, hi, Elijah. Hello. Sorry, we got so, I got so into my uh, period Your story. Britain's got talent. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love that, first that's of all. That's what we're going to call it now, by the way. <laughs> Whenever <laughs> you're in that mood, uh, Britain's got talent. That's what happens. <laughs> Elijah came in here. With a conviction on his face so strong, I thought he was going to yell at us for oh, something. Oh, that was like, I got something to say, and, he, and I'm going to say it. Yeah, and he did yell at us, but I thought he was yelling like, no, at us. No, it's not, it has nothing just to do. I just, I us. hate that guy. Why do you hate him so much? <laughs> because he's not funny. And, and plus, I think it's mainly because I hate his black character. He has oh, a black character that's real, real just menstrual. It's not like show. a Franklin? Yeah, is it like a Franklin from Rested Development, his... Uh, his black puppet. <laughs> Joe thinks he can say whatever he wants if he has the black puppet on his arm. Yeah, Pretty much. It is Jeff Dunham. Uh, we're getting that uh, breaking news. Uh, Jay Radimus tweeted us, A, it's Jeff Dunham. B, Jay Radimus does not believe he's funny. So there wow. you go. There we go. Jay, now we got Jay four has... people not a fan of Jeff Dunham. And that's the thing. I don't, I don't make it a point for me personally to hate on other people doing whatever performance they're doing because I hate it when people oh. do that to me. No, no, no. But it's like if you don't like me and this is what I want to do, well, go, go uh, listen to fucking uh, whatever you're into. I'm not, whatever. You know whatever who you're, you're referring to, I think, though, with who? the America's Got Talent? There's this guy named Terry Fator who won it. And he had a... Yes, that's who I'm talking about. Terry Fader. Yeah, Fader. Terry Fader. Okay, who's Terry Fader? Wait, then which one has a theater at the Mirage? Jeff Dunham or I Terry I couldn't Fader? tell you. Terry Fader! 
Terry Fader won. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. So this has nothing to do with Jeff Dunham. I no. don't think so. We just okay, know. who's Terry Fader? He won America's Got Talent. For puppets. Yes. Yes. Wait, wow. now what's the difference between Jeff Dunham and Terry well, Fader? Well, according to this, he's described as a singing impressionist ventriloquist. ventriloquist. So Which maybe. one has the stupid terrorist puppet? That's Jeff Dunham, for oh. sure. Oh. Then who's Terry Fader? He's just an impressionist who won. I he mean, sings he's, with his he puppets. He sings with his puppets. Yeah, right? Yeah. That's talent. That's what America's got. Apparently. Well. He does Nat King Cole, Louis Armstrong. I'm, I can't do this. I uh, can't watch this. this is Garth a, Brooks? Wait, but he does he have puppet Garth Brooks? Or does he have like. Those are his song Billy choices. Bob character puppet singing Garth Brooks. <laughs> Elijah, you need to get on this because apparently this has become incredibly important in the last three minutes. Yeah, by the nine o'clock hour, we want a full workup on Terry Fader, <laughs> his entire career. I want, you know, a highlighted packet ready to go. We want to know exactly everything about this puppeteer's the, the subtle, life. The subtle nuance contrast between Terry Fader and Jeff Dunham. Uh, we want a political analysis on their uh, beliefs and their religious background. Oh. I want you to study their videos. Tell me which one you think is a better who moves their lips less oh god and then for research i want you to watch bing john malkovich the only popular movie ever about puppeteers oh yeah and uh it? oh yeah huh. and uh go see, yes you're right and go see war horse i haven't seen it in a while they're war horse life-size horses men can ride um <laughs> yeah so terry the terry fader theater that's the one he got a theater yes at the, at mirage. the mirage yeah which I, last time i was in vegas you know what was yeah hundred million dollar contract a hundred million dollars. Perform nightly at the Mirage. Wow. What the That was an 08. Wow. That's when that show must have been a lot more popular. You don't wake up in the morning thinking, uh, the sock on my hand's gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna net gold with this thing. <laughs> no, you don't. That is fantastic. Yeah. A hundred million dollars to work at the Mirage, the Last time we were all in Vegas, I was pretty sure the most hooker-filled hotel on the Strip. Do we, do we want to go through Fader's dummies? More than anything I've ever wanted in my life. <laughs> Hold that thought, Randy. Because <laughs> I, I think I can trump you oh. with which hotel has the most hookers. Go ahead, Elijah. Um, let's see. We have Walter Airedale, who is a country singer. Okay. He has one that's inspired by Kermit the Frog called Winston, the impressionist impersonating turtle. So right. wait, wait, he's, but Kermit's a, a Muppet, yeah. so he's doing his own Kermit? He's doing the whole, like, F from the retarded rabbit thing, and just uh, taking all the real characters and making them Wait, how characters. did this win? It won America's <laughs> Got Talent. Uh, I've seen clips, there's, like, people that do real things that yeah. are, like, real talented, and, and these are the people that win, and the stupid people do the quick change where I dress up real quick, and yeah. why? And that's the thing. That's not talent. And the Britain clips that I watch when I'm premenstrual, um, <laughs> the people who win those are opera singers, are are, are modern ballet dancers, mm -hmm. and we get the uh, fucking sock on a stick. Oh, yeah. Gina, I am really sorry to have to do this to you. Oh, God. I apologize in advance, but I know we're on camera. You got some lip gloss. Right oh, on your why are you just right telling there. me this now? Because I wasn't sure whether. There you go. No, worry, they can't see it. Good to go. No, you got to you tell a Got to let you go. Thank you. Uh, there we go. Now right. you look great. Thank you. Boom. Um, so do we have F from the Retarded Rabbit. And who else? Let's. <laughs> oh wait. And by the way, Jay. God, Jay Radimus is the. Uh, he's our. He's our. He's uh, our go-to guy. Producer. He says, for the record, I saw Jeff Dunham in person, small club, pre 9/11, and Ahmed the dead terrorist, funnier then and there, but not now. Uh, yeah, uh, it's like Ahmed, and he's like, I 
give you one. Correct. You're correct. Yeah. yeah, that would have been funnier in 1999. Like in, in 2000. Yeah. Maybe 2001 in March. June, yeah. yeah. All right, what else you got? Rex is a crash test dummy that sings automobile-themed songs. <sighs> Wait, crash test dummies? Oh is this act from the 90s? <laughs> <laughs> Don't live life like a real dummy. Do you remember? Do you remember that song? Once there was a girl who got into an accident and couldn't come to school. Were they called the Crash Test Dummies? They were the Crash Test yeah, Dummies. Gina Grad, everybody oh. with Canadian rock humor. <laughs> I'm way older than you. Wait, are you leaving? That song was called. Here, here, still. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Which I could never say because I grew up with allergies. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what else do you have? The fifth Beatle, patterned after Paul McCartney, he was kicked out of the Beatles. Oh, boy. There really was a fifth Beatle, by the way. Who was um, it? I forgot his name. Uh, Pete Best! Pete Best was the fifth Beatle. Wow. I don't think he'd appreciate this. All right, who else? Uh, Julius is a soul singer. People sometimes shocked by Julius. He's an African-American puppet. Is that the one that bothers you? No, this is the Terry oh, Fader line. Ah! This is the America's Got Talent guy. Jeff Dunham is different. He's all about racists and um, stuff like that. But he has the uh, soul puppet that's so controversial. Terrific. Well, because he's black. Anything with black, everybody gets a little disturbed. But he sings, so that's different. Oh. If he's just, you know, slack jaw and I'm right. ghetto, that's right. a little bit of a problem. Right, gotcha. Is that it? Is that the whole stable? There's a ton. Oh. Do you want to go through those? Puppets are there? A couple more because I don't feel like uh, I've fully uh, got We have a lot of real things to get to today besides yeah, puppetry. I, I don't. I don't know if you saw any of my stories, but th- this could all not happen and no one would notice. All right. It's the Pretty Marionette Podcast yeah. right here. Uh, ready? Okay, here yeah. we go. Maynard Tompkins is an Elvis impersonator. Sounds about right. Uh, we have Dougie Scott Walker, which is Fader's. Annoying neighbor. He's a heavy metal music lover. Loves ACDC, Guns N' Roses, and Leonard Skinner. All right. So you can guess what he's singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Vicky the Cougar, who sings songs from the Pussycat Dolls. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah. How about uh, two more? Because I'm starting to get um. Honestly, we reflux. are pretty much wrapped up. We oh, have good. Emma Taylor, who is a lady who sang with me. Oh, who cares? Okay. <laughs> That's it, pretty much. All right. Honestly. That is Terry That's Fader. That's the Terry Fader Theater. Basically, he has a character for every kind of music he's trying to, you know, got put it. out there. And I got to tell you, for, for three people who don't care about Terry Fader, we have given him a lot of airtime. We're giving him you a lot of plugs. He's going to get a lot Terry of... Terry Fader. Go to Vegas, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> New There's sponsor, Terry Fader. Terry Fader Theater at the Mirage. Gonna have a show on Toadop next week. Yeah, can you imagine? He'll put the puppets on each camera. That would be awesome. Yeah, actually, my ass like that is idea. just vibe. People are really, uh, you know, you don't know when you wake up in the morning that you're gonna talk about puppets, about Terry Fader all morning. But people have a lot to say. Uh, and Chang, of course, because what does Chang not know, says the Terry Fader tickets, face value, 80 to 180 bucks a pop. Mm, and 80s of the nosebleeds, huh? Wait. Yeah. For a puppet show? For a puppet show. God, damn. Um, you do anything in Vegas. If you don't see the puppet up close. Oh, hey, guess what? Jeff Dunham performing, quote unquote, says Lance, <laughs> at the OC Fair on August 5th. That's uh, Randy's birthday. That's what I'm going to do for my birthday. I'm going to go down to the OC Fair, spend $100, sit in traffic for three and a half hours, get a bunch of crappy fried Twinkies, and then sit and watch Jeff Dunham That's with a, a great bunch idea. of OCites. And I you think know, I'll do party stuff. Partsguy559 on Twitter is a goddamn genius. By the way, if you want to call us, the number is 1-800-520-4374. 800-520-4374. I don't know. 
Yeah, triple eight five two zero four three seventy four. You know what? If I get something right today, I'm leaving because so far I'm like uh, zero for ten. Two thousand eight has been. I don't know what's ha- yeah. <laughs> so far, two thousand nine's been great. I gotta update that website. Jamrad.com. Uh, Heartsky five five nine says the reason the puppeteer won is because it's a lot easier to market and ship around than a family of acrobats. Um. That. Is some decent. They do think about that. There's always the business end of all yeah. of it. It's who can we send on tour? Who will agree to be our little puppet? Who better to be a network's puppet than a puppeteer? Exactly. Chang says, uh, according to Google, Gina, this was of course from about ten minutes ago. It's actually Terry Fader, not Jeff Dunham. Both suck. <laughs> and uh, HFOP wanted me to know the same. And uh, everybody agrees uh, that that's uh, happening. All right. Um, whoa. Peter Genovese just yelled at me. Oh, did he, he likes puppets? I think he offended oh, I think, him. Oh, no, I don't... Oh, I offended him. Oh, you did? Okay, he's not yelling at me. He's yelling, like, for me or us. He's like, wake up, mother effer, which I thought was me because I said I was tired. But I think that's for everybody else. It's time to rock this shit. Oh, no, it is for me. He's yelling at me. Oh. Because I said I was tired. Sorry. Sorry, I'll wait. Time to wake up, everybody. Yes. Do I still have lipstick on my teeth? No, you look great right, now. Thank you. Now it's all working out. Thank you very much. We are Gina and Randy. Of course, Elijah. Oh, Elijah's oh, leaving. Going back Hate to the video when he production. does that. Hate when he leaves. Uh, right here, Toad Hop Network, every Friday, 8 to 10. Pretty good podcast at prettygoodpodcast.com. Every single day of the GD week, brand new show every day, Monday through Thursday. Then we do this show here. And on Saturday, e, uh, Sabado, 11 a.m., to 1 p.m. on XM Extreme Talk 165, which is a replay of this show. So, you know, if you didn't get enough, that's a good way to listen to it. Well, just, you know, it's Saturday, so, you know, get a little buzz on when you listen to your XM, and then it'll sound like new. It'll be fresh radio. Absolutely. Chang makes another great point. Uh, Super rude, but decent point. Uh, He says, is that why the small Asian comic won last comic standing instead of Ralphie May? Because he was easier to ship. You know what? I would I'd, I'd go to the the, the Chang Legacy Theater at the Mirage before I go to the Terry Fader yeah. Theater. Chang, that was let's a go decent. Pay to see you. That was a decent question. That, that was, was a good joke. Pretty pretty great. And thanks for cheering us on, uh, Peter. All right, so, uh, ready to go. We got so much freaking news. Oh today. my god! Later uh, after the commercial break, we're going to get into and recap the entire week of crazy Chick Fil A oh. um, insanity. It's been the most insane week ever. For anyone that likes or hates Chick-fil-A, we will talk about all the craziness, who's pulled out, who's put in, and who is still going to Chick-fil-A. Are we going to a break? No! I got a a little story to talk about. Yeah, and I got to tell you, my feelings on this might surprise you. My feelings on this are very conflicting. Yeah. Especially considering I'm a recently out gay man. You're super gay. Super. You used to... Okay, this is interesting. When you were quote-unquote straight... You loved a fried chicken sandwich. I do love me some fried chicken sandwiches. But now that you're super gay, not so much with the fast food. Yeah, I don't eat any fast food at yeah. all. I am a health-conscious nut. I juice all the time. I exercise. I haven't had fast food in almost eight months. That's insane, by the yeah. way. Yeah. I've not had it in almost 
Wednesday? 24 hours. Oh! I had a turkey burger from Carl's Jr. on the way home. I remember when I was getting really antsy yesterday? Oh. And I was like, my blood sugar, I gotta go. To eat. Yeah, I went through that turkey, I got a turkey burger, hold the mayo, just ketchup and mustard. Oh, that's decent. You know, of all the things you could get at a fast food place, that's probably one of the best ones you could get. Yeah. Carl's Jr. turkey burger, I give you a sideways thumb for a that. A thumb sideways. Because you don't get a thumbs up. Oh, God, no. When you juice, you get a thumbs up. Yay. I need some vegetables. Well, you got to get over to the grocery store. And for me, I'd love to get over to the grocery store. Look how I can segue this shit. There Dying is a. Where this is going. Well, there is you a. You have a grocery store news? I have grocery store news. All right. Because there is a awesome little uh, shop in New York that makes me want to move there. Oh. Because they finally are doing something that us men have been waiting for for years. Every supermarket you go to in the world has a, you know, feminine needs area, feminine products. Yes, Here's yes. the aisle for all the stuff that you ladies need so you can go in and get out and don't worry about it. Yes. Now, an Upper West Side grocery store has launched the first man aisle. What? A portion of a grocery store completely dedicated to everything a guy needs, from condoms to steak sauce. They got your coffee, they got your beer, they got your chips, they got your shampoo, they got your con, they got everything. They got your lube, everything in one. And they got your aisle. lube? Yeah, he's putting a picture on the screen of all the crazy things that's all on there. And this is great. Guys can finally, you know, get on there. They wanted to put a couple of joke items so the coffee can get in the man aisle. Chock full of nuts. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's a good coffee, by the way. Really? Yeah, it's East Coast coffee. I gotta try that. Yeah. But imagine you go, you, you know, for a guy, I always have the problem of I only need one or two things when right. I run to the grocery store, and they're always spread out everywhere. If I can go just one little corner and grab my beer and grab my chips and I'm good to go and get my, you know, shampoo and I'm ready I'm out of there. I don't know why, but shampoo's at the top shelf. Do you uh do you think this is a little stereotypical or you think this makes sense? I don't think it's stereotypical at all because these are all things guys get. This is all like the quick aisle. It's all the quick aisle. It's it's the steak impulse. Steak sauce item. and condoms? I like steak sauce. I like condoms. What's wrong with this? There's nothing wrong with it. I just don't know. I mean, let me see that. Picture. It's like a quick access menu. Let's go. Everything I could possibly need at a grocery store in one little cupboard so I don't have to walk aisle to aisle to aisle. I got to tell you, it's a decent marketing scam. Because there's so much stuff in the in the, uh, in the the aisles that is just a waste for me. There's so many aisles I don't even go through. What's a wasted aisle for you? The pasta aisle. I don't know. The, Pasta's the, great. The, the diaper aisle. Diapers are great. The dog food aisle. Oh, it's who just doesn't a love lot dog of wasted food? time I don't need to deal with going to these stores. But don't you think that that shit would be in a man? aisle like oh i got a big dog and need to grab a dog food grab my beer maybe that should be next to the man aisle. we'll put the big dogs then the big dudes and then we're oh, ready to go big dogs big dudes but this is nice it, it, it's actually you know you have this you don't have to worry about you remember those uh carl's jr ads where the guys in the supermarket staring i don't know how to eat. and then it says without us some guys would oh, starve so offensive that is offensive and stereotypical yeah. This is just efficiency, which is the ultimate Wait, guy move in the world. What's the difference between that commercial and this move? Because that says guys don't know how to shop. This is this is you, guys don't know how to shop. So I'll put one thing on each no, 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 uh, no. shelf that you need. This this is this is catering to guys. This is we know because here's the thing. Yeah, you girls like to write shopping lists. Do we? Most girls I like need, to follow my heart. Yeah. Well, you. Yeah. I didn't realize I needed. Chocolate peanut checks mix until it was staring me in the face hole. You're you're a special snowflake, well, but a lot you. of girls, a lot of women, especially a lot of moms, they always write a grocery. Got to. Dads don't do that. No. Dudes don't do that. You got to get it all in your head. I know what I got. Go. <laughs> and now it's all in one aisle, well, ready to go. You're cheating. You're a special snowflake too because you 
used to work at a family-style restaurant and would never write down anyone's orders. Oh, that was my move. At TGI Fridays, if you're a waiter and you want to really make in some tips... Always suggest drinks that get people bombed. Right. And always take their orders without writing them down. If you can learn this skill and you can give them their order perfectly yeah. and not writing it down, you will always get an extra two, three bucks, maybe Ooh. an extra five bucks on your tip Ooh. because it is impressive. It's like a magic trick. But do, does it piss people off because nobody thinks you can do this? That's that's what's great. They all say, you sure you don't need to write this down? I'm like, hey, if I screw up any of this, you get it free. Oh, now you're making... Uh now you're making new policy for the company. Well, I'm actually not making new policy for the company. Gina, if you work at any gigantic national chain restaurant like a Chili's, yeah. like a TGI Friday's, you can give away anything. You can get your manager to <sighs> void the entire meal. You can make the whole thing free. If your customers are pissed, if they had a crappy time, if you dropped something, if they didn't have a great meal, if something didn't come out on time, you can make. You can ask the manager to make anything free. And they'll usually do it because... The worst thing that Chili's or TGI Fridays or any of these places want is for you to walk out of there not liking that restaurant, yeah. not liking that establishment, being like, well, we're never going back there again. Yeah. And yeah, I did that in my mom's voice. Yes, you did. Because she says that every time we go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. But uh, usually it doesn't happen with people like my mom. That's so, that's still so condescending though, because I'll never forget when we were little, we were at a restaurant and we, it was like the worst experience in ever. And my dad was like, you know what? F this. This is the worst. Get your manager. I've got to tell them that this was the worst thing that's ever happened to me. So she comes over and she says something that is so condescending to my father, which it's a risky little game. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, wouldn't this, do that. This is the king of breakfast. Yeah, you don't, uh, I, I mean, you just don't uh, do that. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, she's like, I will comp your entire meal. And he was like, thank you. F it, it, for one exception. And I'm like, yeah, right. He's, she's like, you promise you come back. And he was like, no. <laughs> How about you comp the meal and uh, you, uh, you 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 get the f out of our way so we can make our way toward the door? I wouldn't do the promise if you. Yeah, that was real. Back. I was like, Ugh, that's, that's putting a, you on the spot. That, like, you know, okay, sounds like a plan. Your place sucks, but at least it was free. No, you're supposed to do the nice gesture, apologize for the bad service, give you the free meal, and then because you're like, wow, they really hooked me up, then you just come yeah. back naturally. Don't ask to come back. Yeah, that likes the, that's like the guy going out with you on a date and says. Can I kiss you? No, Skippy, you can't. <laughs> Which we will definitely oh, talk about in the show. We will definitely talk about a full-blown recap of... The Virgin Diaries, which I we have, first broke about on yeah. this show last week. I have watched two full episodes of this insanity. I've watched one, because that's all that was available online at the time. I had to watch the one that was available online, and then it was at the bar. And because there's no sports on, they have these, you know, they have uh, TVs at the end yeah. of the table. So you could watch, like, the game. But because there's no game on, it was on <gasps> TLC. So imagine you're at the bar. You're drinking a pitcher of beer. You got your chili fries. And you're watching with captions like it's a sporting event. Nope. Virgin Diaries nope. and Toddlers and TR. Nope. Yes. It was actually. Fascinating. Um, all right, we're gonna take a quick break. Gina and Randy show right here on the Toad Hop Network every Friday, eight to ten. Then uh, Saturdays on XM Extreme Talk one sixty five. Every single day, Monday through Thursday. PrettyGoodPodcast.com. We'll be right back.
If you want to talk to Gina and Randy, call 888-520-4374. Or just sit there and yell at your computer. <laughs> the Gina and Randy Show on the Toad Hop Network. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. This is the worst ever. Whatever we're doing right now, we'll have to stop it. Yep. Somebody calling. Should we yeah. pick it up? Yeah, sure. That's a great way to get away from this song. <laughs> oh wait, Elijah's gonna go do something. Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, get a quick screen on that. It is the Gene and Randy show every single Friday morning here on the Toad Hop Network. ToadHopNetwork.com. If you're listening to this on a podcast or you're listening to this on XM Extreme Talk 165, mm-hmm. remember you can watch it live every Friday morning from 8 to 10 Pacific. And at least one of us is always very visually appealing. Yes. Yeah. Well, I try to wear something low cut. Oh, I was talking about me. but uh, oh. no, well, you, you So look, do you, though. No, you really look great. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you are uh, you, you like those deep V-necks lately. Yeah. I am really getting into my polos, and I found this one at Costco the other day. That's it's lovely. Purple. It, it, by the way, not bragging, oh. this is a large... Not an XL, not a double XL, not a triple XL, an L. I don't know how I did it, but I did an L. I am proud. really impressed. I don't know. I, I have to redo my whole wardrobe soon. I have to get new pants, new clothes. Everything a, just keeps shrinking down. Is this Kirkland signature? It is a Kirkland signature polo. Yeah. And I got to say, the material's pretty damn yeah. good. Oh, yeah. You like those uh, poly blends. I like poly blends. The I'm shiny. really into soft fun polyester i had always i never knew really what polyester oh that's fun (laughs) did we turn them off did we say anything horrible during the break we didn't say anything during the break did i swear at anybody i don't think so did i tell any did i say anything terrible about either of you but the mics were off Mm, apparently not yeah um did we say anything offensive i don't think we did i don't think we Oh, wait, did we just spend the whole last hour blasting everyone who works here? No, no, we didn't do that. Definitely not. No, we talked about TGI Fridays. Yeah. We're good to go. Weird. Let's move on, people. We have got to talk about Chick-fil-A. By the way, we so far, I'm going to go on record as saying this is the least professional show we've ever done. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm with you there. I got lipstick all over my teeth. You're leaving mics on. I didn't leave the mics on. We're talking on. about puppets for a half an hour We're for absolutely no reason. Well, people love puppets. People do love puppets. I mean, if you're paying $100 a ticket to go see them in Vegas, people must love puppets. Absolutely. And people not only love puppets, they love Muppets. It's not to love about Muppets. Everyone loves the Muppets, and I really love the Muppets. The yeah. Muppets made big news this week when the Jim Henson company said, Hey, Chick-fil-A, you know how you have our uh, our toys in your stores? Yeah. Well, we're kind of tired of your anti-gay marriage stances, so we're pulling out. No more Muppets at Chick-fil-A. No more Muppet toys at Chick-fil-A. That was Monday. That was Monday. And that's, you know, because Chick-fil-A has always been known as this very family-friendly restaurant. Yeah, they're very... So what's better a toy than uh, the, the, the Muppets, which are the most family-friendly? Exactly. Super family fun. It's all very traditional. 
There was an interview with the uh, CEO of Chick-fil-A, who's getting so much flack this week, Dan Cathy. You mm. want to hear why everyone's so irritated with this guy? Yes. Here's what he said in an interview. I mean, he is... You know, he is the CEO of a major fast food company, you know, mm. and people I've never had Chick-fil-A, but people say it's amazing. Mm. And uh, I don't know why you'd want to offend anybody because everybody loves chicken. Gays, straights, we all like oh, chicken. Everybody loves fried chicken. But he, he says things like this, and uh, I can see why a lot of people get outraged. I think we are inviting God's judgment on our nation when we shake our fists at him and say, we know better than you is what constitutes a marriage. And I pray God's mercy in our generation that has such a prideful, arrogant attitude to think we have the audacity to try to redefine what marriage is about. That's what he publicly said in an interview, which has got the Muppets pulling out, which is starting a whole other mess of controversies. Mm. You know, people are protesting when they're opening new stores you have the mayor of uh, san francisco the mayor of chicago saying we don't want chick-fil-a in our city mm. and chick-fil-a is starting to go in a pr nightmare like they don't know what to do they're backed into a corner and they're yeah. freaking out like what do we do how do we you know uh, defend against this because once you make that kind of statement you open yourself up to lots and lots and lots of criticism and we live in a fairly progressive country things are moving in certain directions and there's a lot of people. There's more. The people who are angry about this are going to be more vocal than the people who support it. Probably. Yeah. And you know the funny thing is too is that first of all you think well the almighty dollar is what we you know what we care about the most and why doesn't he just shut the fuck up and sell some chicken and not tell everyone his views? But then again, almost kind of got to hand it to him if uh, if he's willing to let his restaurants tank to to get his views out there. Yeah. That's a. It's a big pair on that guy. Well, that's kind of Chick-fil-A's whole thing. You know, they believe in their pride and their messages before the money, before profits. Mm. That's why they don't Make have any money. They, that's why they're not open on Sundays. Oh, right. They want to be respectful in church and, you know, you shouldn't work on Sunday. But as a business owner, <laughs> to not have your place open on Sunday, and every time I've ever thought in my head, hey, I should try Chick-fil-A, it's been on a Sunday afternoon yeah. and they're not open, so I have never tried Chick-fil-A. They don't think people eat after church? No. Well, they think people eat after church. They just, uh, they observe the Lord's Day. Interesting. You know, and hey, you want to do that? That's fine. You want to be, you know, very uh, respectful and religious? That's fine. It's a bad business model. Just like going <laughs> off on the gays is a bad business model. Yeah, but I got to say something about this. I think that the protests are great. I think that they're fine. I think that that makes sense because that's how we vote in this country with our money, with our hard-earned dough. That's how we tell people what's acceptable and what's not. You know what I believe is unacceptable personally? Um, the city of Chicago saying uh, Chick-fil-A doesn't support the values of Chicago, so they're not welcome here. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe gay marriage is legal in Illinois. <laughs> so so they riddle do. me that, Batman. Yeah, Rahm Manuel didn't uh, think before he made that one. And there's only one Chick-fil-A in all of Chicago, and the owner of this little tiny franchisee is like, you know, check out our little restaurant. I, I like everybody. I'll sell chicken to anybody. I just want to sell chicken. <laughs> she just wants, she literally said, I just want to sell chicken. That and was my girlhood dream. Is, this is a franchisee kind of restaurant, you know, where you're independent people, they get the franchise, they own their own place. It's yeah. not like a gigantic corporation. No, it's a little so, place out of the South. So little mom and pop who decide to get a Chick-fil-A in the South side of Chicago, they have every right to open that. And do they have any stance against gay marriage? I think it sucks that now they're painted as bigots when they're not. Yeah. When really it's the CEO making the statement. And he didn't make the statement 
for Chick-fil-A. He made it for himself, but everyone equates it Chick-fil-A with him. The problem is <clears throat> Chick-fil-A is freaking out now with handling this controversy, handling yeah. with the stuff. Like Muppets pulled out. Instead of saying, you know, the Muppets left or you're not even mentioning it, they put out uh, little stickers and all their, uh, you know, little place cards and all the Chick-fil-A saying, Muppets toys have been removed from Chick-fil-A restaurants because of safety concerns that kids are getting their fingers stuck in holes. And mm. then a, a new is study. A, is that a gay slur? I don't know what it is because there were plenty of reports came out that said no one has ever gotten any uh, yeah. injuries from these things. Maybe there's just some kind of passive aggressive stance in here. Then, you know, and the thing is, in the Twitterverse, in the Facebook world, yeah. everyone's going off on Chick-fil-A. Every other friend of yours is yeah. going off on Chick-fil-A. And Chick-fil-A's Facebook page is full of it. People going, admit it, Chick-fil-A, you stop carrying Jim Henson's puppet toys because they dump you for being bigots, not because kids got their fingers stuck. Yep. And this is where Chick-fil-A did something they never thought anyone find out. Mm. I don't know why they thought they had to do this, but is the dumbest thing you could possibly do. The people at marketing, the people at PR over at Chick-fil-A decided to engage in a flame war by creating a fake Facebook profile, mm. using like a woman's picture from Getty Images, calling her Abby Farrell, and then defending Chick-fil-A in the comment thread. And people discovered, not only is that a Gemma Images picture, it was only made eight hours ago. <laughs> yeah, you ever see catfish? It's real easy to figure out if uh, you're dealing with a real person or not. And that's the other thing. I, I When I saw that, Abby is not the nicest girl in the world either. No, Abby Farrell, not that uh, She's not so like, great. you guys don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, all right, Abby, just uh, everybody just relax. Yeah, We're just my talking friend went here. to Chick-fil-A three weeks ago. There was no toys. Durr. Durr. And she puts uh, John 316 in her comments. And Yeah. I gotta, I I'm starting say, to put the pieces together. Yeah. Does just, anyone know, by the way, what John 316 is? I'm sure I'm going to get my butt vibrating right now. I think we're the only two people that don't know what Will John 316 means. Tweet us and tell us what uh, John 316 is. Oh, here we go. Oh, he's got Elijah. something to say. Never mind. Elijah's going to answer this for us right now. I'm going to do this from memory. Usually, oh, my God. Usually, I, uh, what's it called? If I get it wrong, oh, well. I believe it's for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That, Thank you. Memory. I believe that's what it is. Now, so basically, the John 3.16, the reason why people like that so much, it's because it's saying that Jesus is a, a, a godly Yes. figure and that if you believe in him you will also have everlasting life he sent his only his son his son to die so uh you, okay you, you have a everlasting life essentially so that's, that's why people means. like to quote john three sixteen because okay. that's kind of if you got to pick out the real spine of the story in that just massive book that's probably the one the take home from he it sums it up yeah the, i think that's where you sum it up that's the line on the back of the book do it one more time elijah <laughs> got it <laughs> <laughs> It was so impressive. I'm going back this. in time to Sunday school. Um, Amazing. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Sorry <clears throat> if I'm butchering it. Really well done. Uh, sounds like a pretty good deal there, too. Yeah, actually. You just believe in that and uh, everlasting life? It's yeah. so easy. <laughs> you can do it, too. You can stay on this marble forever. That's fascinating. Are we... Uh, are you not? You're not a religious person, Elijah. I am neither. I don't 
try to say I'm part of anything. I don't right. feel like being part of any kind of group anymore. Right, I right. kind of just believe what I believe. And it's not, it doesn't have to be clear to me. It has not to be anything. I just kind of, it's not something I can discuss because I don't really know. I'm, I feel abs- like I'm, you're, it's, you're so, it's so far out of my understanding that I don't know what to say about it. You don't know what you don't know. I know what I can see and that's kind of what I go by. I feel you. I'm kind of the same way. Randy? I'm in the boat that there's no possible way any of us know what the hell's going on. Yes. Nobody has any freaking idea. I have the theory that I think everybody has it wrong in a sense that I feel like everybody who's trying one way, they all have it wrong. They just kind of all made it up because some other guy said it was a good idea. Yeah. And everybody's so traditional that they've kept it that long. The whole my my fairy tale is better than your fairy tale. Yeah. It's not that I believe nothing's there. I believe that nobody has any idea what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I think, I think you might be right about that. And that's the thing. I, uh, you know, my, my fam- I, you know, come from a, a, a very Jewy background <laughs> and you, you all come from a, your own religious background. So, well, yours was the great, the great church of Hamburger Hill. Wow. Yeah, really. The, uh, the great church of, uh, TV and burgers yeah. and, uh, <laughs> it just was never discussed in the house. Doesn't I mean, your thing. by family, by blood, I'm a quarter Jewish. You know, my grandfather was Jewish, but my parents didn't raise us to think about anything. It was just never really mentioned. And I still don't know if, if I'm happy about that or I'm displeased about that because I feel like I'm missing out on some things that a lot of kids grew up with but on yeah. the other hand I have this like this freedom and this openness about religion that nobody has because there was nothing drilled into my head when I was right. a kid. Well, it's interesting because my, one of my ex-boyfriends felt the same way that whenever instead of going to church they would take him camping because they were hippies and though he appreciated that he felt a little like a little slighted too. I felt a little misled and I gotta say Every single year, I always got a little jealous in September when uh, you got those two days off. Oh, yeah. Big Rosh Hashanah and Big Yom Kippur. I didn't know that you were fasting and sitting in a temple all day. I thought that you were going on vacation. Oh, no, 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 no. Very much not. uh, By the way, we are blowing up, Elijah, with tweets about uh, how impressed everyone is. (laughs) That not only you quoted that accurately, but you quoted the King James Version. Oh, really? We have a new bit on the show. Yes. Sexy Bible verses. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, my God. I love it. Now he's, yeah, he's trying to leave. Um, but that's the thing. That's, uh, that's the one, right? James, or J- James. It's the John. very popular John. one. It's literally the first thing they throw at you. And then some, at some point, you'll have to learn like Psalm 21, I believe. But otherwise, that's I mean, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know that one very well. It always I never just, picked that one as it, long. It just, rem- it always reminds me of The Simpsons where Reverend Lovejoy says, well, Homer, don't forget John 316. And Homer goes, well, you don't forget uh, Ecclesiastes nine fourteen, and then Reverend Lovejoy says, "And then he went to the village and he dwelled there." <laughs> yeah, don't forget it. <laughs> don't think about that. <laughs> so uh, very impressive, Elijah. I had my bat mitzvah. I went to Hebrew school from preschool to high school. Mm-hmm. I know a, I know a thing or two about uh, Jews. How extravagant was your bat mitzvah? Because I know uh, sometimes they go all out. I mean, my I went to my cousin's bat mitzvah, yeah. and it was more extravagant than any wedding I've ever been to. It, it is the reason why I don't want a big wedding. Because you've had one? Yeah. And, you know, with, I don't understand all the traditional, like, you know, big wedding, and it, you sit in a banquet hall at a Hilton, and your dad pays for it. That sounds like my worst nightmare it's a oh. big culture thing even our us africans we can't go small so no but are you go it goes home? huge quinceaneras my uncle had mitzvahs. two weddings and you know what they all have he had in one common? at home in uganda and one out here oh my good god Do you know what all quinceaneras bat mitzvahs all these sweet 16s you know what all these things have in common for some reason and i don't know what it is but every single one of these has a montage of baby pictures to isn't she lovely why well I hate to burst your bubble, 
not only did my bat mitzvah not have a theme. No? No theme. No Stevie? No montage. No Aww. montage? Nope. No baby pictures? Nope. Nope. Wow. No incredibly nope. like, wow, you were godlike, you're such an amazing no, person. Nobody gave a shit like that. It was not that big of a wow. deal. I wish I went to yours because this did play at my cousin's. Yeah, I, see, remember, this is, uh, I think the whole theme thing was after my time because everyone just, you know, you have your thing at the Ritz Carlton and you have your thing at the, you know, whatever, and it's a big deal. But I don't remember themes. Uh, all we had was a foam core board that you write little messages on. Oh. Mazeltov. Uh, my lovely niece, whatever. It wasn't. That's a, it. Yeah. Was it? Nobody you, had themes. No money tree. No money tree. Tacky. Damn. But um, you, mine you did not get hooked up at all. Well, we did bus people out to Excelsior Springs, Missouri, <laughs> to a resort, um, where my bat mitzvah party was held. Wait, wait, wait. you you went out of state. Yes, we I went mean, to a different state because we lived in Kansas and we bussed people in school buses to Missouri about an hour and a half away <laughs> to a resort where my bat mitzvah was and then I got to stay all weekend with my friends. Uh, okay, that makes it a bat mitzvah <laughs> now. Now I get it all. That is insanity. And I'll never forget because I was so skinny, just skin just wrapped around bones like a sickly little skeleton and I picked out a black skin-tight dress that went to my knees with a gigantic, uh, what year was this? Okay, this sounds about right. A gigantic white ruffle around the top <laughs> that was like off the shoulder. And that shit was banging. I got to tell you. I mean, even as a 13-year-old or 12-year-old, it, it was the dress. Do you think we could get uh, Mama Grad to email Fuck us a picture of that? no. No? No. But it'd be so great for like the website and the Twitter. And Here's the problem with bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs. They happen at a point in your life oh. where aesthetically you are at your lowest common denominator. You are at, you are through the basement floor <laughs> of attractiveness. And yeah. I'd like to keep that to to myself. I think I'll agree with you there. Me at 13 was no, no prize picnic. pig. Yeah. Oh. oh, wait, I was a prize pig. No. Wow. I was a scrawny, skinny little thing, and I had scraggly, curly hair, and I was always like real pale, and like I just, it's a different time. Yeah, pre nose job, just a different Gina. I think it might have been, is it pre or post, possibly during braces? Oh. I braced for three years, mm. and it didn't help at all. Wow. Yeah. Now I really got to see these pictures. Yeah, it's probably not going to happen. No. I didn't know you were a metal mouth. You didn't know I had braces? No. Everybody had braces. I didn't have braces. No guys ever have braces. I don't know why. Both of them, well, my brother had braces for years and I made fun of him all the time for it, but I never had it. Yeah. Did you have braces? I did not. Guys never have braces! And God forbid I never need them because there is nothing more unattractive than a fully grown adult oh. with braces. Oh my God. Talk about virgin <laughs> oh, diaries. God. Yeah, that is virgin diaries okay. right there. But it's totally cool if Gareth's got them because it's unbelievable what they turn into when it's done with. Mm. Yeah, I'll never nice. forget you. The day I got my braces off, I was like, uh, I think of was it freshman or sophomore Gee, in high you got school. Another uh, lip, uh, right there. Boom. All right, thank Yay. you. That's your job today. All right, <laughs> That's your big job. Um, you cannot stop licking your teeth. They feel so like smooth. Like you just sit in the mirror the whole day and go, uh, uh. It's so foreign. It's crazy. Yeah, it's so <laughs> crazy. You can eat Laffy Taffy again. Oh, wow. You can eat corn on the cob. You can eat anything. You God can eat it. anything.
anything. God, how did you even survive those three years? No corn on the cob. Because it's special. Well, I still <laughs> cut. I still cut them into niblets even today because I got so used to it. <laughs> I am like, oh, delicious corn. Ah, I turn it over and I cut the niblets down. I just did that the other night. Wow. So, um, yeah, but but grow. But in my day, um, Laffy Taffy was king, mm. and kids were always going back to the orthodontist because their Laffy Taffy was pulling their brackets off. Because that, that shit is like, uh, like yeah, pl- like it turns paste. to plastic it in is, your mouth. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. How, so how worst. vehemently pissed off are you if you're a mom or a dad? You come home, <laughs> you see like a taffy late a wrapper on the ground. What did you do? Yep. And my mom is still to this day between my brother and I finding um, rubber bands, little teeny, teeny, tiny rubber bands all over the house. I know this grosses you out. That's why we have so many teeny, tiny rubber bands. Because what you do is you unhook it with your tongue and flick it at people. Why does that bother you so much? (laughs) It's just because... We do it all the time. Mouth stuff freaks me out. I, I'm squeamish even to this day when I go to the dentist. And if I ever had to go to the orthodontist, you would have needed to knock me out because that stuff freaks out. And so, and so you wouldn't have been excited to go in and they go, what color do you want? Do you, what uh, color bands do you want? And you get glow in the dark, which looks real shitty when it's not dark. <laughs> that's what I think. Like, why the colors? Just because go with the most kids. natural one. You, you know, that's Blue, what you need. Pink, like it's something to take your mind off of that you're going to look like a monster for three oh, years. Exactly. So at least you're a green monster. It's like adorning your scoliosis brace. Like, you put a couple of stickers on there. But, yeah. saying, but like, for some people, that is where it starts to get bad, because then you start colorizing everything. Like, my brother got the uh, nice little blue blends on it, blue blends on his uh, braces, yeah. and then said, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wear blue contacts. No. Yeah. For a uh, brown-eyed, brown-haired uh, Chinese kid. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting you're Chinese. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. Um, yeah. I, in in uh, now this is a uh, guess. What year this was? Oh boy. You get your you get your rubber bands, whatever color you want. You get orange or red mm-hmm. because you desperately on that you know special picture day want to match with your orange red hyper color T-shirt <laughs> that people come blow on you. <laughs> And then the the shirt turns yellow. Wait, 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 wait. I don't remember this. Okay, I knew you wouldn't. Do you remember Hypercolor? I think a little bit. I'm trying to, I, I think you describe it a little bit. Yeah, but more. You, you didn't have one. You didn't wear one. I don't think one. I had one, no. Um, seriously, oh, the one Proto had braces for seven years? Whoa. Oh, no. Why? That, what, what is wrong with you? God bless you. Oh. Our hearts go That's out to you. That's the saddest seven, shit I've ever heard. That is a seven-year That year has to be itch. genetics issue, because a lot of people, sometimes their teeth just don't give into it. Uh, that yeah. sucks. Uh, yeah, you ever go out to uh, Riverside, you see plenty of people who need braces for about 10 <laughs> well, that's years. That's for another reason, Randall. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> no. I don't know Riverside. But Hypercolor was a shirt that almost looked tie-dyed, and it would be like either the blue-green theme or the red-orange theme, and with it's heat-activated. So you go up, and if you put your hand on it, it would turn like hand-colored, and you okay. blow on it, and it turns color. All I want in the world you don't. ever right now is a Hypercolor. Color T-shirt. That sounds like my ultimate shirt. Fifty years from now, probably. Wait, how old am I? That seems too long. Uh, Twenty years from now, <laughs> we all the people of my generation are going to up and die of like blood poisoning, and it's going to be this big uh, addendum. Mark my words, it's going to be a big thing. And no one's gonna know, know why, and then it'll all be traced back to wearing hypercolor. Hypercolor, acid wash, all this crap. Because you're not—I don't think you're supposed to have that on your skin. Whatever was making 
the shirt turn color is probably not something you want that close to your skin. And we wore them every day when we weren't wearing our rugby's our rugby polos that mm-hmm. said Coca-Cola across. I think them. we're going to need Chang to do a homework assignment here. Uh-oh, and what? this coming from the girl by oh, the way. What's going on? What's in, that in shirt? hyper Chang homework? What is in hypercolor t-shirts that make them turn colors? <laughs> I'm sorry. And you're worried about the uh, the effects of the hypercolor shirts. Meanwhile, you are a uh, woman in your uh, early, late somethings. Yep. And you're still playing with Gak. I love Gak. Yeah, wait till you find out what's in Gak. I'd rather not know, especially because it's all over my mic sock at the Pretty Good Podcast (laughs) Studio, and I'm constantly, like, licking it and breathing it in and... Yeah, it's real, real, Some real, real nuclear waste right there. Oh, boy. All right. Speaking we're gonna, of nuclear yeah. waste, when we come back from break, <laughs> we're going to be talking about the nuclear waste of the Internet. You're right. Craigslist. Yes. We have so many. We have the saddest, not the weirdest, not the creepiest, the saddest things ever posted on Craigslist. Uh, Randy has a creepy story. I just have a bunch of just sad stories, along with a ton of news that I hope we get to some of it because... That's a lot of paper I have That's in front of me. That's a whole lot of paper. That's a whole lot of paper. Gina and Randy show every Friday right here at Toad Up Studio, 8 to 10 a.m. Pacific. We'll be right back. Maybe she plays with bubble wrap. Her cackle shatters glass every time she laughs. Maybe he makes up words a lot. And girls don't think it's hot. The food is all he's got. Stamps.com, everybody. Time to talk about Stamps.com. Now, we send a lot of stuff through the email, uh, you know, through the packages. We send out shirts, stickers. And going to the post office is a major, major pain. Well, it's not anymore with Stamps.com because you can print your own postage right at home. That's right. You print your postage right at home. You give it to your mailman. You never even had to step into the post office with Stamps.com. You go to Stamps.com right now. Click up in the radio mic, promo code GNR, and you're going to get a $100 offer for a free scale. You can weigh stuff. And then you can send stuff with your free postage, and you're going to be able to send packages. You have a small business. You're sending mail all the time. You need Stamps.com. It's going to save you time. It's going to save you money. It's going to do all that stuff right at Stamps.com. Promo code GNR. Eds, it's Frank Kramer, Heidi Hamilton. Hey everybody. From the Heidi and Frank Show. Reminding you that if you have satellite radio, you can check us out every single Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific time on Extreme Talk Channel 165. 9 p.m. 
9 p.m. Eastern? Uh, on the East Coast, yeah, on Extreme Talk XM 165. And if you don't have satellite radio, well, you're on the Toad Hop Network, so why not check out the Heidi and Frank show, the backbone of the whole thing? 10 a.m. to noon every single week. The premium package. But you can listen for free every day, 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. Check us out, HeidiandFrank.com. Live from Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Welcome to the Gina and Randy Show. Gina and Randy Show. America's most listened to podcast ever. Who cares what all the facts and figures say? We know it's true. Call 888-520-4374. That's how you get to talk to your hosts, Gina and Randy. The Gina and Randy Show. On the Toad Hop Network. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Gina and Randy Show right here on the Toad Hop Network here at beautiful Universal City Walk in Hollywood at the John Lovitz Theater. Love it at the Lovitz Theater. So many people are commenting about um, hypercolor, by the way. (laughs) Uh, Peter Genovese did a little research. According to him, we don't have this confirmed, but according According to to Genovese, with regards to hypercolor, the dye is enclosed in microcapsules that are bound to the fibers of the fabric, so it's safe. Chang Legacy says. Hypercolor was a thermochromic dye made in Japan. Not very dangerous. So either way, I'm still not convinced that we're not all going to up and croak because we were wearing hypercolor. And as soon as I leave here today, I'm getting on that Amazon gateway. I am checking out to see if there's hypercolor shirts because there is nothing that would make me happier than wearing like a purple shirt that you touched it and turned yellow. That would just be like But then everyone comes up and breathes on you and touches you. I'm an attention whore. That's true. You are. It'll work. I'll he- I'll be happy. I like it. Gross. Hypercolor. You're, you you know brought what? it up. You re- you you realize you may have been the force that brings this trend back into oh, the world. I hope That's not. how these ninety trends come back. One person says it, it starts spreading like wildfire. And you know then what? next week everyone's wearing freaking color. No, 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 no. Also, if you start getting a violent eruption of like I don't know, stomach flus and colds and, and tuberculosis and staph infections or whatever you're into, uh, it's going to be because so many people came up and breathed on you. Oh. Yeah. Okay, maybe I don't want that. Um, We might, I can't read this from here because I'm, I can't see, but we might have somebody on the line that worked for Hypercolor. What? Is that, that can't be real. <laughs> we got to take that call. Hold, 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 please. Hey, Eddie, you're on with Gina and Randy, WTF, with the hypercolor. <laughs> yeah, I was just uh, listening and happened to hear you talking about the hypercolor shirts. Unfortunately, when I was growing up, I didn't have one, which, Aww. looking back, is, is a, you know... It's a crime. It's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I just thought that, that was interesting, because my company makes the ink that uh, were used for the hypercolor shirts. Shut your face. You make hyper ink? <laughs> so, yeah. So is it true that the dye is encapsulated in little capsules so uh, so we're all not exposed to, you know, like chromium D or whatever and dye? Yes, That's a thing. it is true. Yeah. Um, the only thing is if for some reason those capsules get damaged, then it doesn't change colors. So. Oh, okay. But it's not that it's going to leak into your skin and give us all gills. It's not like you can get no. mercury poisoning. So if you wash it and dry it, does that damage the capsules? 
Uh, over time, these, uh, it'll break down a little bit, and that's why after a while they stop changing colors. Right, less hyper at that point. Yes, yes. Do, do, so you never owned a hyper color. Is it like a smack in the face every day you go to work? No, I'm uh, perfectly fine with that. <laughs> He's moved on from the hyper color. Well, you are we a better you're a better person than we are. Um, Eddie, this is fascinating. What else what else does your company do die for? Uh, well, basically all those um all those the promo items that the change colors. Okay, cuz I was going to say if you're if you say hyper color t-shirts, I don't want to be the one that's to tell you this, but your business has been out of business for about 25 years. <laughs> So, so anything that changes color in a weird way. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's super fun for you. So, like uh, the Coors cans. Those, uh, the know. cold activated mountains as cold as the Rockies. That's you how you know you can drink your beer. You have the cold activated ink. Wow. Now you're fascinating. Is that going to kill us, Eddie? <laughs> no, because that's on the outside of the can. So. Wow. How cold does it actually have to get for the cold to activate <laughs> on that can? Well, there's different uh, there's different levels, so it, uh, I'm not sure which level we was used for cores, but uh, that's uh, it, each each color has has different levels that they can use. Wow! And is it and is it is it random, Eddie, or is it really cold activated? No, it actually really is cold activated. Wow! So, yeah. This is very exciting. We're Eddie. learning so much about dye and this ink. This is and- not what I thought would get me uh, would get it up for me when I woke up this morning. But this is really uh, fascinating. This is uh, waking you up. Wow, Eddie, you uh, you might have knocked Chang out of the number one homework position. I'm just saying. No offense, Chang. You know we love you. When we need people to talk about hyper <laughs> color, right, hyper color yeah. right here. Eddie, thank you so much, and uh, Viva Hypercolor. Uh, yeah. I think we've Enjoy. just effectively right. brought this trend back to the world. It's very People possible. People are going to start walking around with hypercolor. According to Eddie, you know, you can make hyper anything. Yeah. Imagine hyper shoes. Imagine, what if you had like a hypercolor bra? Or like a hypercolor. Well, it would always be whatever the hot color is because next to your skin. Oh. So it's kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. But uh, you could hypercolor anything. Like you can buffalo anything. When I when I was at Hooters and they had buffalo shrimp, there is not a worse combination of texture and taste besides uh, that shaved ice with a red bean on it than buffaloed shrimp. Yeah, that is one of the most horrifying things in the world. I don't know why they think they can buffalo anything. Yeah. I used to be one of those guys that thinks you could yeah. buffalo anything. You can't. There's just some kind of addiction. I can't explain it. But you think you want to put that sauce on everything. I don't get it. I think it, buffalo sauce is fucking vile. There and it definitely it's gotten to me to the point where it makes you vile. It makes you sick when you eat. I I cannot have buffalo anymore. I ruined myself from it. I've destroyed so much lining in my stomach yeah. walls with acid from buffalo sauce that anytime I ever have buffalo wings, it's the most painful day ever. The day after. But you like well, your mom carries around your per, her purse, so she's you're used to it probably. But uh, vinegar. Is not for me. And okay. it's very too vinegary for uh, what I'm into. Well, my family, and I was guilty of this even worse than my parents, but my family is obsessed with condiments. Mm. My family is obsessed with putting the special flavor on something. French. French. Yeah. Half ranch. Half, half French. 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 Yep. All these condiments mask flavors of real food. Yes. And I feel like 
I was afraid to try so many new flavors that I needed to make everything taste the same. Everything that had to have ranch on it. Everything had, I mean, imagine, you ever think how often you go out that you dip every fucking fried thing in the world in ranch? You're just eating ranch. Why don't you just drink it straight from the can, which I've done. How do you get a Midwestern girl to go down on you? Dip your dick in ranch. <laughs> but I've given up the condiments because it overpowers most regular flavor. It does. It really does. It ruins a lot of things. You don't realize it does. You kind of get hooked on that one flavor and, hey, it's great. You could have that flavor, but aren't you kind of sick of eating the same thing all the time? Aren't you sick of the same barbecue sauce over and over again? The same hot sauce? Yeah. Does everything have to be like, are you so devoid in your life that the only way you think you can feel is by burning your mouth? There's other ways to taste. Oh, for you, yeah. That's what I, I was super depressed the other night, and I tweeted that I was thankful for my heartburn because at least I felt something. <laughs> <laughs> I had a really rough night. Should we say hi to someone real fast? Sure. Let's take a quick uh, phone call and see what's going on. Hi, you're on with Gina and Randy. Who's this? Hi, this is Victor. Hi, Victor. How Victor. are you? I am doing well. How are you guys? We're good. What did you have to say today? I am just excited because my first time calling your show, I took a little break from listening to your show because I found myself depressed after listening uh, JJ. So I want to give myself my Gina and Randy face all over again, and I am now podcasting you guys all over again. Well, this is fantastic, Victor, and we're so happy that you're rejoining us. I'd like to know why listening to us has made you depressed. No, 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 not listening to you guys, that name makes sense. Okay. I, uh, I work 12 hour shifts. Because it makes my mom sleep, so yeah. I'd like to know what I mean, other side effects we have. reactions of listening so, to our show. Your, your guys' show, like, honest to God, I listen to it for, like, 12 hours straight at work. It, you guys are, like, my, you guys keep me sane. I wow. am so sorry, so, Victor. I, I, I honestly have listened since, uh, since episode one. So the most recent one when you guys had Kristen and, uh, and Becky Wu on the show. Oh yeah, big yeah. seven hundred show on the Pretty Good Podcast. Seven hundred club. I, I I couldn't I could not do the day to day because I just I need you guys at least at least for twelve hours. Oh, I, so you're stockpiling. He has to save yes. us up for the big twelve hour shift. Oh, honey yes. bear. So we've done a lot of all nighters together. Yeah, we have oh, spent yeah, many that's... hot nights with Victor, man. You know, actually, I've never really thought about the way people listen to the show and what they're doing. That's so cool. Yeah. We're like hanging out with Victor all night. Yeah. You guys are just awesome. And I'm just calling my first time because it's awesome. My first time going to Vegas. So I figured why not. So exciting. Yeah, you doubled down on the good times, Victor. I'm going to go celebrate my boyfriend's birthday for the weekend. So (laughs) Where are you staying? Are you staying at the Mirage so you can go to the Terry Fader Theater? Uh, no, I think we're going to stay at the La Quinta. Like a mile La Quinta. Away you are going to have such a great time. And it's a little hot. Oh, yeah. So bring your yeah. skivvies. But yeah. um, have a great time. Wish your boyfriend the best birthday ever from us. And we love you to death. You Victor. guys have an awesome, awesome Vegas trip. Mwah, 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 mwah for Victor and his birthday boyfriend. Yeah. Love this guy. Hey, Bye, boys. Baby. What's up? <laughs> Never mind. <Hey. laughs> All right. We're going to take Uno Moss. Call de telefono. Is that how they say it? I don't know. I'm the worst. <laughs> Should have a uh, Gina teaches Spanish class. I have replaced you as the person who knows the least but thinks they know the most. We always say we're switching lives. Yep. Now so you've taken that aspect. Right. I'm suddenly becoming knowledgeable and you're pulling shit out of your ass. And completely, well, the only difference between you and I is 
while you try to sell a piece of shit to somebody and say it's a diamond ring, I say this is a piece of shit. I'm sorry. I'm going to go kill myself in the other room. But here. And we all say, hey, diamond ring. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We're going to take one more phone call. Then we have some massive depression from Craigslist for you, which I'm pretty excited about. Hi, you're on with Gina and Randy. Who's this? Hey, it's Iris. Iris! Mother effing Iris! What's up, girl? Oh, nothing. I have to counter Randy's uh, uh, comment on condiments. Oh, really? Oh. You have a different feeling on condiments that you'd like to share oh, with us. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, my God. All right, what you got? Well, okay, so condiments, what they do is they enhance Right. But if I drizzle ranch on them, what I'm doing is enhancing the fries with a taste of ranch. So Iris understands moderation. Yeah, basically, she's saying saying if you get the right ratio, you're going to have the best experience, culinarily speaking, of your life. Yeah, but I focus too much on the condiment. Then I start mixing them because I always try to you know, get the ranch and the ketchup and everything together to make mm. my own secret sauce, and then Ooh. that doesn't work out. It's it's too much work. So basically, no. Iris, what you're saying is just eat the condiments as God intended it and don't make your own disgusting concoctions, and then everything's going to taste great. Right, exactly. She likes like a little bit of salt on a mango. Oh, and, oh that is oh. so good. And, and a little... And just a just a just a dip of mayonnaise in your sweet potato fries. Mm. Oh Christ! Oh, okay. I don't know why that is just so perfect. It's so goddamn good. And you're right. A little tiny dip is something acceptable. But for people like me, sometimes you kind of go overboard. You kind of go crazy with and it. And that's why your food sucks, and you turn to juice. Yeah, exactly. Iris. Iris, yes. we love you, big time. <laughs> we love Lynn, but I don't want to get. I don't know who's. See, I can't decide between Iris and Lynn who I'm more afraid of getting beat up by. So I get afraid when I tell one that I love them, but I want the other one to know that I love them, but I don't want to get like a... One of them is going to get jealous and uh, sock you in that jaw. Punch in the face. But we love both of you equally. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm scared. I don't no, know. Equally's good. Equally's good. Okay, okay, okay. Um, okay, okay, okay. I would be more scared of Lynn, so... Would you? Okay. <laughs> if she would, then we definitely know that. All right, Iris, you're the best, and Lynn's the be- better best. Definitely. All right, we'll talk to you later. Ciao. Bye. Bye. All right, so let's... One addendum to the whole condiment thing. Yes. This is my one argument with condiments, because she made a great point. You can, you know, definitely dip things in, have a little bit of taste, but there are certain things that we kind of overdo it with condiments. I don't know why it is so just commonplace in this world to the point where it took me until 26 years old to actually eat a piece of celery that wasn't dipped in ranch or blue cheese. Are you actually serious? try that or not or not dip it in peanut butter or not dip it oh, in ranch or peanut butter is the best. That's the problem. It all, all yeah. becomes about that. The vegetable is not food. It's a delivery yes, bu- exactly. device for the ranch or the peanut butter. It's an edible spoon. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that's the problem. I used carrots and celery as edible spoons my whole life. Yeah. When I started actually eating carrots and celery, I started losing weight. Exactly. It's magic. Do you want to hear something super sad and super disgusting? Absolutely. Uh, are you a fan of or have you ever been a fan of Cool Ranch Doritos. I was a fan of them when they, in the 90s, decided we're going to be cooler ranch mm. potatoes. Okay, that. Doritos. Oh, potatoes. Well, Doritos. Okay. Um, I hate them. I think they're disgusting. I've never been a fan of Cool Ranch. And, you know, in Amsterdam, according to Run Lilu on Twitter, Amsterdam. <laughs> 
Cool Ranch Doritos are called Cool American. And we're the only idiots obsessed with it. We're that the is, only ones that have that shitty chip. That is the last thing I want us to be known for. Well, besides, you know, We are the country known for ranch, though. Well, yeah. We love that shit. Because we got ranchers, cowboys, and ranchers. But what is so great about ranch? I mean, half the time it's not a good one. Because it's like a salty, seasoned, creamy dream. It's. I, I think it's just like a... a you know that as a child, as a teenager, it'll make anything taste <laughs> Oh, I just oh. back. Here we go. I love that he just walks in silently he with purpose. In. And wait, wait, he's got to get the pose. Hits us. There he goes. Here's now, now for another segment of He's Got Something to Say. <laughs> and, all, and now all the ladies are happy. All right, dear. Here's the thing about ranch. All right. No, actually, I think it's always very particular. You have to pick a ranch and stick with it at all times. Any other ranch sucks. If you like regular straight up ranch, you can't go buttermilk because it'll taste weird or something oh. like that. Yeah, all the restaurant ones taste weird. Me, I prefer Hidden Valley. <gasps> You're a Hidden Valley guy. I stick with Hidden Valley. Anything else sucks. Craft tastes like plastic. Mm. A lot of other companies just don't do it right. And, God forbid, and I grew up on this, fat-free ranch. No, 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 I'll tell no, you this. No. Fat-free is horrible. Light is okay. Okay. Light okay. can be decent. Light can be somewhat manageable. It gets a little saltier, but still. Yes, yes. It's and still somewhat fat manageable. And the fat-free, the white of the ranch is so white, it's blue. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. That it looks like horrible. that Elmer's uh, glue. Um, you, you, so you like you you got to stick with the ranch that you like. Yes, and don't if you, if you if you deviate like even if like restaurants offer you sometimes it's best just take the home stuff and put it on there. Don't do it. Bring the condiments to the restaurant if you need to. Were you okay. both of our moms? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I used to be the guy that had a giant bag in the fridge of every <laughs> single kind of condiment, hot sauce, ranch oh from every God. fast food place ever, and then you have it ready to go whenever you don't have something. Always had a ranch ready to go, and I'll admit it right here. I'm horrified of myself for this. Right now, I'm thinking about myself in, my, in the past doing this. And <laughs> Does it, it make your stomach hurt? I think this is what shame feels like. Yeah. yeah. Because it feels on, like a, an ulcer. on a very, very regular basis, I used to go to Jack in the Box across the street from my house. They used to call me the appetite for destruction over there. Oh. And uh, I would get, you know, my two tacos and my chicken sandwich and my cheeseburger and my fries and my drink and my dessert. Oh. And then I would ask them for two ranches and two barbecue sauces and two this and two that. So I'd mix and match everything. When I would finally finish my fries and my two tacos and my jumbo jack and my chicken sandwich and my grilled cheese and my shake and my dessert. And I'm, and I'm kidding. I did order all this. Do you know what I did after that, Gina? Threw up? No. I, uh... Peeled back that little <gasps> container and went boom. Drink it. You I drank, shot drank it. The condiments. I have shot condiments on a weekly basis for years and years uh, and years and I, years. I can't get disgusted at them because I sometimes like the plate. So no, that's not the same thing, Elijah. Oh really? You know the hot sauce packets you get for the tacos at Jack in the Box? I used to get ten of those. Peel it. Peel it. Peel Why? It. Because I like the sauce. I don't know. I like well. Okay, I don't oh want to go too far God. with this, but for some reason, I like a lot of things shooting in my mouth. You're excused, Elijah. You don't have to stay for this. You literally don't get paid enough. I mean, I was, there I was shoving ranch in my mouth. There he goes. Maybe it was some uh, subconscious desires. Is that what that's about? Because I don't do that anymore. I could not imagine putting ranch in my mouth now. I don't know what just happened, biologically but i just got the most wicked cramps ever oh, from you no. saying that yeah that you, that triggered it that triggered the fact that i am a breeder 
and that I don't want to hear any more gay shooting in your mouth stories today. And you know, there's nothing I love more on this planet than uh, my gay brethren and sister. Oh, yeah. And right now, that shit is making me, yeah, that is rough to hear. All right. Well, you we'll move on. Shot in the mouth is not what the doctor ordered this morning. So what? what's harder to hear, oh. that or the uh, the actual ranch? Really, Randy? I think the actual ranch is way more revolting. <laughs> well, that—I mean, that—that that sounds about right. Okay. That you would. There, there's two pictures in your head. Yeah. Current day Randy doing one thing. Yep. Past day Randy with the fucking beard and the labret, yep. shoving a buttermilk ranch in his mouth with like the label dripping on his chin. I mean, oh god. It's so funny. One of them affected me in my ovaries, and one of them affected me in my esophagus. So, wow. Either way, I am losing. I am coming up. <laughs> Shitstorm this morning. Maybe it's time to move on. <laughs> Speaking of shitstorms, Gina, I want to maybe. Go home. Well, we're almost there. Only uh, forty-two more minutes of this, and then uh, go home, enjoy yourself, have a fun-filled weekend. I need a hot water bottle and a fucking shot of Jack Daniels. I think we can get one of those taken care of right now. <laughs> okay. All right, we got to talk about some Craigslist craziness. Let's do that. Speaking of uh, your breeders, your uh, your straight uh, people. Here's a fun little story about a fun little couple that posted a uh, fun little ad in Craigslist. I love fun little ads on Craigslist. Especially in that casual encounters section. A 32-year-old man in Twin Falls, Idaho, posted on Craigslist for someone to come over and rape my wife. Posted pictures, traded back and forth with the guy and said, I want you to come over to my house, assault my wife, no matter how much she says no, no matter how she says she doesn't want it, go for it, go for it, rape my wife. Essentially a frame bang. Pretty much a frame bang. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Because he wasn't there. So Wait, did she know this was going to happen? No, because uh, she oh called God. the cops and had a gun drawn on the guy. But he sets up ads on Craigslist. For Why? Because he obviously wants someone to rape his wife. Because he is a sick, demented fuck. Yeah, this is someone away. who needs to be put away. Someone but who hates his wife. Someone who this is disgusting, a horrible thing to use. But I hate that anything you put up on Craigslist, there's someone that'll do it. Are you sure that this isn't like one of their twisted fantasies as a couple? No, this guy said he was getting emails back and forth from the husband saying she's into it, she's ready to right, go. She's into she it. She had no idea. Oh my god. She, they're probably. Separated. She comes. She get. You know, oh, she's sitting there. Oh yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah. She oh my a, god. She pulled a gun on him. Oh my god. What if? Okay, I'm devi- I'm devising a theory right now. Okay. They're separated. Mm-hmm. Somebody comes. Oh, because it's not traceable. By the way, when it's on fucking Craigslist. Yeah. Somebody comes over and rapes his wife successfully. Then she said, then he goes, wait, she had an extramarital affair. I uh, don't have to give her shit for the divorce. And she's like, no, no, I was raped. Eh, I don't see it that way. I see you stepping out on me. Uh, uh, what's it called? The prenup is null and void. I think you're making a very good case. I'm pretty sure Idaho is not a no-fault divorce state. So you cheat or you have the suspicion of cheating. This is This is just evil at its purest right here but how disgusting how horrible but how badass though i pulls the gun on the guy now the husband is in jail with a hundred thousand dollars bail for putting up the ad in good and that is not a cat by the way that's not a casual encounter no there's nothing casual about my wife it's her fantasy no 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 i will say i have seen ads like this 
several times. Are you serious? Well, I used to get really bombed and troll Craigslist all the time. Not that I would ever You're post the on there. Not that I ever get anything on there. But that's just fascinating. By the way, real quick before we get too far away from rape, Randy. Too far away from rape. Um, just FYI, do you know that these uh, Nigerian five Nigerian women raped their husband to death? They raped him to death. Yeah, Elijah seems confused. Um, According to the Mumbai-based English language daily called the Indian Express, a Nigerian man uh, was allegedly forced by five of his wives to have sex with them until he died. The paper says the women who were envious of the attention being showered upon wife number six, a.k.a. Well, this is me talking the bottom bitch, uh, attacked the wealthy businessman with knives and sticks, demanding that he have sex with them all at once. A local media outlet reports that Onoja, that's his name, stopped breathing just as the oldest of the five women was climbing onto the bed. Uh, Once Onoja's lifelessness became apparent, the wives took off to a nearby forest. Whoa. So. That's a dog pile gone wrong. Two of the women have been arrested by the village people. And uh, he's uh, dead. That's what you get for having six wives. Yeah, it's a lot of. A lot of anger. Because that's... A lot of jealousy. That's One wife would be a real pain in the ass. Imagine six. That's why I don't understand, like, sister wives and this whole thing. Because it's like, I don't mean to be, like, super stereotypical, like, you ever notice? But, and I've never been married. But, like, I'm a handful. Mm -hmm. And if, can you imagine being married to six of me? I could not imagine it (laughs) at all. But here's the thing. And you know this. You know, jealousy is like a bodily function. You know, it's not something you just turn on and off. Yeah. So how do you deal with that on a constant daily basis with the person you're in love with, your husband, and yeah. he's sharing you? No. And how you got to talk to them? No. Do you, like, compare notes? No. It's all wrong. And I know it's cultural. I mean, you know, a lot of cultures don't do what we do. We're not penguins. We don't mate for life. But, oh, wait, but penguins are the degenerates that have sex with their dead penguin brethren. They do a lot of but, shit. But, uh, you know, like there are there are lobsters or whatever that mate for life, and we don't do that. So it's just ingrained in our culture that we don't do that. But I am I am a jealous bitch. Oh, yeah. And uh, Gina no likey the sherry. <laughs> um, anyway, what's that noise? That's the worst. Just another thing in the studio breaking. No big deal. <laughs> okay. Um, can we move on to some of the saddest things on Craigslist that I, have ever been uttered? I would love to hear the saddest things on Craigslist because all, automatically, sad and Craigslist cancels each other out to hilarity ensues. Yes. Oh, by the way, um, Iris uh, is now on Twitter, and she has a decent explanation possibility for this uh, rape scenario that you came up with or that you read sorry yeah. didn't come up with it so pulling stories out of my so butt here scenario two the guy rescues his wife and looks like a hero but she's the one who had to fend the rapist off with a gun she well yeah she's sleeping with the shotgun she's ready to go unbelievable what a just hardcore asshole move actually how do you go some from somewhere to you know how do you go from you love this person for the rest of your life to I am pretty much hiring somebody to assault you, yeah. to rape you, yeah. to even kill you. Yeah. What? He's the worst. What happened? That's why I watch Prison Wives, because after this stuff happens, you don't know. You, you know, you hear the story and then you go on to another story. But I'd like to know what happens to the guy after he gets a life sentence. <laughs> By the way, I propose something. I would like to bring this to the democracy of this show, of you and Elijah, and say, uh, because we're almost about to go to break, may I tell a fecal story? And then after the break, we do Craigslist. I think that is a good way to go. Elijah, how say you? 
He uh, gives me a very dejected thumbs up. All right. Talking shit with Gene and Randy. <laughs> sometimes we have poop experts and sometimes we're just gossiping. Yeah. All right. Talking shit. All right. Uh, you know, um, there's a huge train system in San Francisco called the BART. Yeah. That's like their subway system. It's huge. Everybody, I mean, everybody uses it. Very, very jealous because we have a subway that only goes from A to B, literally. Yeah. And you have to drive to A to get to B. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't work. So the BART is like everybody uses it. It's big San Francisco's uh, big uh, Civic Center station. It's like, you know, Union Station in New York. It's, it's a busy place, high traffic area. And, uh, you know, people commute every day on this BART. Well, here's the thing. They, not once, not twice, but so many times have found so much human excrement in the BART that they finally had to shut it down for a hot minute and clean up just massive amounts of human waste everywhere. In the train, just everywhere, and the the stairs and the train and the just like a real poop farm. So you just walking up and down, getting ready to get on the train, and up, oh, gotta go. Like well, you're a dog, kind of. And here's the thing, because, and I, this is the what they're, they're saying, and I can assume by society standards that it's probably true. Um, because there's a lot of homeless people in San Francisco, uh, they camp for the night or find private places in the BART system. To relieve uh, themselves. Who oh got? But that's the thing. It's like if you're living there, you know, is that where you wanna? That yeah. where you wanna do your beeswax? Don't shit where you eat. Exactly. Um, five of the nine escalators that weren't working at the Bart station on Wednesday were in downtown. Oh wait, wait, wait. You mean the escalator physically stopped working? <laughs> that is so wrong. What did he think, that if they kept going down, it was just going to disappear into the grinders? Now, the San Francisco gate says that the escalators didn't shut down just because of the high volume of shit. Yeah. But I do like your theory. The problem is tough to combat, especially with so few downtown public restrooms open late. But at some point... You got to do something about that. Yeah, and maybe maybe you keep those public restrooms open 24 hours. And here's Era Jenkins is the BART uh, police spokeswoman. This is your big uh, there's no solution, but this is your big this is your big uh, reason that that it, you're you're doing your job right. She says nobody wants to be walking in urine and feces. I know that. But if we don't see uh, if we don't point that out. Yeah. If we don't see it or the person doesn't admit to it, they can just say it was someone else. Certain crimes, if you don't see them, you just can't enforce it. Really? How about when kids are sitting in a classroom and uh, it's recess and they all start shitting their pants <laughs> and you say, you know what? No recess. If we all can't learn to be uh, civilized, then maybe we don't uh, do this if it makes yeah. you shit your pants. We so, don't need them shit in their pants. I don't know how oh. you fix this, but I would assume it's a bigger problem than just... Well, I think, I think the solution is you open up those public bathrooms. I mean, yeah. people need to shit 24 hours a day. Thank Homeless you. people need to shit, and they don't have a good diet, so they got to do really disgusting shit. Yeah. And you don't give them a bathroom, then they're going to shit on your subway, they're going to shit on your escalator, they're going to shit everywhere. The solution is give homeless people a place to shit. Get an Andy Gump in there. They're fucking cheap. Come on.
I mean, does this happen in New York too? You say the subway no. people make it their home, no. and I have never seen shit in a subway, and I lived there for a couple of years, and it never. No, I saw. I I I thought I saw the Rat King. But um, oh god, oh, oh god, oh god! Yeah, uh, okay. You have to explain to the to. audience what it I is. I don't want to. All right, Elijah, can you come in no, here and explain? No, nobody talks about the Rat King in this studio. Oh, it's so nobody wrong. describes. Oh. If you want to oh. ruin your own day, oh. Google Rat King. Oh, no, 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 no. Other than that, no, no, no we are no. moving on no, we're to going, a different subject. We're going to fucking break, but, is what we're doing. But definitely doing. Google the Rat King. And um, but can I just tell you really quick yeah. the. The one sentence issue, if you want to summarize what I just said, it says, Homeless people often use stairwells at downtown San Francisco BART stations as restrooms, creating a mess that gum up escalators and nauseate morning commuters. Gum up? Yeah. Yuck. All right. We're going to take a quick break, reevaluate our lives, be right back with the saddest postings on Craigslist that ever were. And uh, it's a Gina Those were and Randy literal show. pieces of shit. We're going to talk about figurative pieces yes. of shit. Gina and Randy show every Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. on the Toad Hop Network. Saturday is a repeat on XM Extreme Talk 165. And every single day, Monday through Thursday, prettygoodpodcast.com. Starring, you guessed it, Gina and Randy. Interesting. On the Toad Hop Network. Uh, what? Yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to the Gina and Randy show right here on the Toad Hop Network, as uh, you just heard from uh, the imaging department. Yeah. ToadHopNetwork.com, Fridays, 8 to 10 a.m. Pacific, live webcam show. Um, which, of course, if you are, if you miss it live, which there's really no reason to say this right now. Yeah. Because if you're, you're but we need to say this for it. the people that did miss it. So live. weird. Because there's a lot of people that listen to this show. Gina and Randy dot com, and of course XM Extreme Talk one sixty five eleven a.m. to one p.m. on Saturdays. All over the place. Now, Randy, are you ready to get your depression on? 
I was born ready. <laughs> Unfortunately, so was I. Thanks, Effexor. Um, okay, so here's a couple of things that were compiled uh, by a website um, that just bum me out to no end. This is a website called happyplace.com. Happyplace.com. And here are some of the things they've collected from various Craigslist ads around the country. Um, This first one is, it's not cool. Uh, $200 in Louisville, L-E-W-I-S-ville. Headline, $200, my grandma's teeth. Grandma's teeth. For sale are my late grandmother's teeth. They are not, oh, I'm sorry, they are in decent condition. I am kind of a sentimentally attached. Email if you're interested or just want more info. How many does he have? The whole set? I mean, it kind of, I mean, can he sell you individual teeth? You got to get all of them? Well, I'm looking at four pictures of two teeth apiece, a few that don't resemble teeth anymore. Yeah. A couple of silver caps. A couple of bridges. Um, so it's just a mouthful of metal and gold and yeah, and teeth the, yeah. and bone. And would you buy somebody's teeth? I don't know what the purpose would be. I mean, it's not even like it's my relative. And hey, this is like the last sign that my grandma was around. It's yeah. your grandma. <laughs> you know, have a shrine to your Grammy. Who's Grammy's teeth? I mean, God forbid. What? The, what? Gina, can you fathom? Anything that you could do with somebody's grandma's teeth? Would not, you make a little necklace, a little that, charm bracelet? Not that doesn't involve witchcraft. Yeah, that's the only reason. Or voodoo. You need a little eye of newt with that exactly. teeth. Exactly. Um, this is adorable, actually. This is romantic. Um, I, this had to be in the uh, Men for Women. Um, juggalo for Juggalette. 27 years old in La Vista. I don't know where that is. Is that in California? Juggalo for juggalette. Uh, whoop, whoop. My name is Big Boy. Let me say this first. He looks, you know, he has the full-on clown makeup. Full juggalo. He went full juggalo. Full, you never go full juggalo. But wait, you're right. My name is Big Boy. I tattooed my face paint on my face. No! Other than that, I have 21 tattoos. My lip and nose are pierced. My ears are gauged. I can be a little weird, but goofy and lovable. I do drink, smoke, and chew tobacco. I wear baggy clothes, mainly black. I do have some mental issues. All right. Uh, I am a chubby juggalo. I have no car right now. Want to know more about me? Reply to my ad. I don't think he's getting any replies. Let's let's just re let's just go down that list again. Tattooed as Oh my thing. god, Elijah, you fucking genius. I forgot. Why is this guy fucking around on Craigslist when he could be on Juggalo Book, the, the social networking site for juggalos? That's where jugglers meet other jugglers and plan juggalo events and go to the carnivals yes. and it'll be fun times. Okay, because this dude tattooed all of his clown makeup onto his face. He says he's not mentally stable. He doesn't have a car. That's really the deal breaker right there. Yeah. I mean, no girl's going out with an ICP fool without a car. Thank you. How are you going to get to the freaking gatherings of the juggalos? Who listens to this? I don't know. Like, I think so many people love the image of the band and love that it's got this following. The music's terrible. I mean, I li- I've seen these dudes interviewed, and I like them a lot. I just, I guess, you know... 
to steal this line from The Office, do you like Insane Clown Posse? No, but ask me again 10 years ago. Because yeah, uh, not really for me. <laughs> um, here's another one. This sounds like my dad because we get this uh, we get this request from him every once in a while. Punch me in the stomach. Oh, that's a fun one. Men for women. Twenty six years old. He's j- just says in the south. Now, if you ever, my entire life, ever accuse my dad of being old or you know too weak to do something or too frail, because you know, give me that box. He will stop wherever he is, public, <laughs> private, don't matter. Position himself, you know, uh, knee, you know, feet, uh, shoulders width apart. Stand with his uh, fists on his uh, hips and go punch me. And he's been doing this since we were born. I'm like, I'm not going to punch you. Punch me. Have you guys ever punched him? Pun- all the time. Yeah. Punch me. Punch me as hard as you can. And then you punch him. Uh, one of your knuckles shatters. He looks at you like. Yeah, motherfucker. And <laughs> picks up the Superman. box and goes up the stairs. He's been doing this since we were kids. And I, I mean, I'm, I am not a kid anymore. And I have recently done this. And every time. You know, I get a big fancy family dinner, all yeah, the families together and punch me in the gut, Gina. It's if we ever, oh, uh, the one proto says it's called a horse stance. So maybe that's what uh, my father is doing. But if you ever like, oh no, I don't want you to do that. You're, uh, I don't want you to hurt yourself. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Punch me. He's asked my friends to do it. He's asked my boyfriends to do it. He's asked my brother's girlfriends to do it. I feel left out. Steve Grad, you never asked me to do it. Well, you got to insult him, but not wildly or you'll just never be invited I back. wildly insulted your dad once. Yeah. I think I have reason to punch him in the stomach. No, I think he has reason to punch you in the stomach. Oh, yeah. I think that's how, how, that's how that works. Yeah. Um, so uh, this guy says, hey, looking to take as many hard, deep punches as my stomach can take for as long as I can. Males or females, welcome. Can host in the southeast for a few days. He will host you. He will put you up room and board Wow! to just beat the shit out of him for as long as you can go. This sounds like a focused, focused man training to be the cannonball guy. Yes. And there is, and that's actually, that's a decent goal. That's a, that, I mean, I'd rather is, watch him than Terry Fader. This is the most legitimate ad on Craigslist I've ever seen. Yeah. Simple gig, come over, punch me in the gut. Yep. And Gina, wouldn't you like to get out a little rage? Just punch a random stranger? I would. Especially someone who's asking for it? Literally. Oh, yeah. And you doing him a favor? And you know, now I actually wish uh, Helmut could comment on this, but I think Helmut's been busy lately. Helmut's. Helmut's uh, uh, trying to be an upstanding citizen in Germany and. It's ruining it for everybody. Yeah. But now in Germany, there's a swearing hotline. I don't know how you, I can't remember how you say it in German, but it's schwar away. It's you swear away. You can call the operator and just just swear at them <laughs> if you're having a bad day. And if you're having a hard time coming up with something to say, they'll they'll say they'll They're throw like a couple a of punches. Yeah, to get you going. That is awesome. That's a. I think that is a great stress-relieving tool yeah. that we need in this country. Anytime someone's stuck in traffic, you call the swearing hotline. You motherfucker! Your mom's a whore! You big... Yeah, yeah, and you just go for it. And if you're not being creative and if they want to jog you along, they're like, I heard that 40 times today. What else you got, pussy? Now, the sad thing, Gina, how many single women want that job? I hope none. There's not a few girls out there that like people to call them and just yell at them all the time well i think we're we're used to it i don't know that we like it i think there's a girl or two out there who enjoys that yeah the guy's yelling he's like you still there what's with all the heavy breathing (laughs) what's going on gina Uh, for the third time today i apologize do i have lipstick on my teeth what the i don't know 
know what's going on. It keeps happening. It's this lip gloss. It's real gooey. It looks nice. Thank you. I mean, I mean, it's working. It's a, it's a really gooey lipstick. Hey, everybody needs a gay friend to tell them when they have lip gloss on their teeth. That's my job. Who knew? Hey. I did not know this six years ago when I met you. No. Um, all right. Oh, did you have any idea back then? Six no. Six years ago? I mean, you got to remember, this is... I was 21 years old. Yeah. I was wearing flashy red shirts tucked into jeans. Yes. Yeah. I was 275 pounds. Yes. I had a pompadour. Yes. What was I thinking? You weren't. You were going through a <laughs> massive identity crisis. I really was. You, uh, you were just all over the place. All right. Here's another one. Uh, this just says vegetarian Fairfax. Are there any... Oh, this is... Remember, this is, these are the sad Craigslist ads. Mm-hmm. Are there anyone want to set up a vegetarian group for sharing our lifestyle, having some pure veggie party, introducing how to cook vegetable? If someone have the same idea, or are you the veggie, loving animals, maybe we can be friend? Also, this is where shit gets real uh, shocking. Also, I am single male. Oh, I am single male. Pure veggie, no any meat in my food. Two cats live with me. If you are single woman with veggie too, please don't hesitate. Contact me, please. We could be good friend. And I got to tell you, this is my heart is breaking for the guy. I feel so sad right now. He is really. He's smiling. He's sitting in a chair. He wants to be good friend. He's he's obviously new to to L.A. to Fairfax. To North America, I think. New to the country, so he thinks you know I'm going to meet people on Craigslist and we'll meet veggie group (sighs) and we'll get together. Not realizing that he lives in you know veggie capital of the freaking country. Yeah, you you walk up and down Fairfax, you're going to find eight vegetarians. I don't know why this particular turn of phrase breaks my heart so bad. I think it's just because it makes no sense and it makes me cry a little. Um, <laughs> if someone have the same idea or are you the veggie? Are you the veggie? It's going to be the new reality show. It's are like, you the veggie? I think it reminds me of that sad little children's book where like that little duck goes around are asking inanimate objects if it's his mother. Are you my mother? I have that book at my house. I know you do. It's so good. Of course you do. Are you my mother? Are you veggie? Oh my God. Are you that veggie? We can learn how to cook vegetable. <laughs> I w- and here's my problem. And my, my original gay best friend, my, my gay husband, Brian, has been telling me this for 10 years. And he always worries about me because he says I am too nice to creepy dudes. And not very, like, very, 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 very true. For 10 years, he says, you are way too nice to these guys, Gina. And that's the thing. I have red flags. I know when somebody's nuts. The only problem is I run toward, <laughs> not run away. Yeah. You you can see the problems. You just say, eh, well, I got to make them feel comfortable now. Exactly. I don't want to date you. I don't want to have a love interaction with you, but I want to take care of you and I want to, I don't want you to feel like an outcast. Yeah. You, you give everyone the, oh. Here's the problem you. with that. They don't see it that way. No, they misread every signal. I didn't realize that for my entire life. Yeah. It's not, wow, this person's reaching out to me. They're really cool. I feel human. It's, I'm finally going to be able to put my penis in <laughs> some girl. Oh, my God. Oh, 
that. Yeah. I did not L- know like, that. Like Skippy's, like I'm finally going to put things in places. Oh, Skippy's fucking disgusting. I'm going to put it all in her places. You know what? We'll really delve into that on t- TV Tuesday on the Pretty Good Podcast, because by then I will... I'm sure the second episode will be on TLC.com. I'm sure we will do a marathon of Virgin Diaries. Are you Skippy. ready for that esophagus to uh, close up? I'm ready. What is the next Craigslist saddest ads ever posted? Hi, I trade mini phone touchscreens, Samsung Gravity 3G, and flashlight vibrator for something electronic. He's done with his flashlight. He's he's gotten all out of it that he needs. Uh, Elijah is about to hurl a mm-hmm. uh, mini phone touchscreen for small scratches on the screen, but not catastrophic. Has two battery, but does not last long. So it's good for kids or someone who does iPhone. Samsung Gravity is like now for T-Mobile and Fleshlight Vibro couple time use. Whoa! You must pick it up because I know drive car. I live I laptop or camera, but tell me what you want and what you have. So wait, will... the phone is for the... No, he wants to trade his old phone and his used flashlight for anything you might have. For anything electronic. <laughs> he just wants anything that's powered. But I think it said in there that you use the phone to do like the couple's vibrator thing. No, that's for the flesh. Oh, you might be right. Hold on. You're going to... You, this is all one long sentence, so I'm not sure how far back to go. Yeah. So it's good for kids, which I assume is the phone. Okay, the the phone's good for kids. Let I mean, I don't want to jump to any conclusions. I'm just trying to well, help this guy you, out. If you close the lid on the flashlight, it just looks like a flashlight. Right. You could, like, throw it. There's a toy for kids. Okay, it's good for kids or someone who does phone. You do phone? I do phone. Some <laughs> Samsung... Next pickup line. You do phone? You do phone. Samsung Gravity is like now... For T-Mobile and Fleshlight Vibro, couple time use. Oh. So if you're not part of a couple and you want to have some couple time with yourself, use a Fleshlight. No one that has ever bought a Fleshlight has been in a couple. I'll give you that. <laughs> Nobody. Ever. That you're not is, saying at the time they weren't. They think they've never experienced the touch of a woman. They have never experienced the uh, touch of the woman or they were in severe denial. By the way, former Fleshlight owner <gasps> right here. How did you get off, literally? How and where do you slash did you get off well, using a flashlight? Let's just say I had to throw it away right afterwards because I was ashamed. Ashamed? And how does one clean a flashlight? You have to, well... Did you, can you, you turn it inside out? Let's just say you can pull the apparatus out of the shell and then you got oh. to wash it. And In that, that is just oh, wrong. Yeah. Well, you want to wash it. Yeah, you, you have to wash it. Get the HPV. Yeah, but uh, you know you can get that. There is, from there is so much shame that it, that is. There is so much shame when a guy buys a uh, peace leave that uh, if you don't immediately throw it away, if you somehow keep it for a second use, my hat goes off to you. You are well, never going to meet a woman ever. But here's my question for you: Why is it okay for women to own just a drawer full of dildos? And I mean, I've had girlfriends be like, oh, my God, look at that, like uh, waving it around, uh, you know, like a lasso, showing everybody their new stuff. And I'm like, eh, right. Um, but a guy is ashamed if he owns a fleshlight. Here's how I'll explain it. There's just a weird desperation that goes into buying one of those things where it's not like it's the most efficient way to do your job. Oh. Because 
Every guy in the world knows how to do that the perfect way possible. Right. You don't need any extra toys. That is some weird loneliness. Some I you know, haven't seen a pussy oh. in 8,000 years, so i got to see a fake one. Okay. These are the guys that get the molds of the porn star's vaginas. Right. It, you know, it, there's a lot of weird desperation into this. That is a lot of loneliness. That it's helps. Not, there's nothing actually sexual about it. Where I assume for a woman, using one of those things is a lot better than uh, double-clicking the mouse. Gotcha. Yeah. Sold. Yeah. All right, here's another one. Uh, iPhone 4, 30 GB, 262 bucks. And where he's located, he says, here. Hmm. Um, <laughs> this oh, sounds great. What's so wrong with this? this is a cheap iPhone. It's uh what happened? I promise you, you're not going to want this iPhone. No? 30 gigs, iPhone 4, one of the newest iPhones they have, 262 bucks. That's less than half price. That's a great deal, especially for a, you know, ready to use, out of yeah. the box. You don't need well, to have a service plan. It's, it's out of something, but it's not out of the box. Um, 30 gig phone, dropped in toilet, when warm, smells like toilet. <laughs> Maybe some Lysol can fix? Everything works except for the home button, mic, volume, speaker, on and off switch, and display. Everything else Everything else works, works like a charm. <laughs> what actually works? It would have been easier to list the things that do work. <laughs> Wait, we got to read this one again. Okay. From the top. All right. <clears throat> iPhone 4. 30 gigs, dropped in toilet, when warm, smells of toilet. Maybe some Lysol can fix? Everything works! By the way, it, yeah. hasn't he tried the Lysol? <laughs> he doesn't know. Maybe Lysol can fix. Well, maybe... Why don't you get some Lysol? <laughs> Everything works. Oh, sorry. Except the home button. And the mic. And the volume. <laughs> And the speaker and the on and off switch and the display. Other than that, fucking like it, like it factory uh, right, right it, from it the works factory. This is a good paperweight. Yeah, seriously. I mean, okay, let's. We both have iPhones. Oh yeah. Okay, so not if, bragging here. So if I don't, if the home button doesn't work, so then you can't. Then you can't do anything. If the mic doesn't work, I can't talk to anyone. If the volume doesn't work, I can't hear if it's ringing. If the speaker doesn't work, the person can't hear me. I can't turn it on and off, and the display's broken. So if you can blindly send text messages, you're good to go! They don't make a Braille iPhone, do they? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know I how you could. You can't do a touchscreen. If you could figure out touchscreen Braille, then you could buy that phone. Wow. Other than that, I don't think and it's And you can stand the smell of warm toilet. <laughs> when it's warm, it smells of toilet. Yeah. That is just fascinating. Right. But moving on. You know... A lot of people have done that, by the way. Drop their phone in the toilet? Yeah. And most people don't sell them on Craigslist. They just dry them in a bag of rice and then keep using them. I've never dropped my phone in a toilet, but I have been terrified many times that I was going to. Or because that you did. Have you, ever, have you ever run back into a stall because you couldn't find your phone? No. But I do, um, I do, you know, keep my phone in my back pocket and, like, say you got to go pee and you pull your pants and I'm like, oh, oh God! But I've never done it, thank God. I have that fear all the time. That's yeah. why when I wear shorts, I wear a fanny pack. I have never <laughs> dropped my phone, ever. I have had this iPhone for almost seven months. I've never dropped it once. Why? Because I'm a homo and I wear a fanny pack. Homos would never wear fanny packs, by the way. Um, but then why does everyone call me a homo? Well, I don't know that they they mean it in the traditional Straight thing. homo. By the way, you just did an ad for the 
least interesting man on the planet. You're like, I don't always carry my phone, but when I do, I carry it in a fanny pack. Hey, but I've never dropped it. Look at that screen. It looks brand new. It does. It's pristine. All right. Here's the next one. I don't know what's sadder, the fact that this is selling for $500 or the actual image of it, which I'm sorry. I actually don't know if we have. I don't think we have it to put on the screen. You're just going to have to trust me and Randy on this one. $500 on Craigslist. Original graphite drawing of Rob Lowe. For sale, original graphite drawing of actor Rob Lowe from the cover of Playgirl magazine, January 1987. Damn. But wait, would you like to see the picture? Sure. If Rob Lowe and Sloth from the Goonies got together and had a fuck baby... Might look a little something like that forehead. That is not Rob Lowe. Whoa! You know what? That, that's a perfect description of who yeah. this is. Oh, you know, we'll put it up to the uh, little camera here. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to... Whoa! Yeah, that's Sloth Rowe. Whoa! Lowe. How is that an original graphite... He Whoa. put more energy into the into the houndstooth of the jacket <laughs> than of the face. And 500 bucks? 500 bucks! That's a... Real for confidence, a, man. For a 9 by 12 500 bucks? Yep. No, 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 no. All right, I know we have to get out of here, but let we me just read you these. one more. Ah! We got time for three more. Oh, good. <laughs> Please, three more. Yeah. Okay, uh, 1999 Honda CRV, low miles, 5000 bucks, Omaha. Seems decent. It says run and, runs and drives great. That's fast. I had a 99 Honda CRV. Wait a second. He said low miles. This says 300,000 miles. Oh, but they're all highway miles, oh, so it's fine. Yeah, it's no, no problem. No title, but all you have to do is salvage title, minor front end damage, just a little more than the car is worth. <laughs> Meticulously, previous owner found dead in it after 33 days. Make me an offer. No joyrides. I don't think I'm buying a car that a corpse is rotting in for a month. And first of all, he fucking lied because he said low mileage. 300,000 miles. You have to put in more money than the car is worth. Oh, and somebody died in it, and they found him a month later. Make me an offer. At this point, uh, take it to the junkyard. You're Thank not getting you. a dime for that car. Disc and what? He just happened upon the car and's like, I can sell this. I think it's not he, his car. He happened upon the body and said, I'll take the car. Wow. Police couldn't even auction it off, so they just left it on the side of the road. He picked it up and said, Craigslist. It's a sick world. Here's a sad one. Great running Honda Accord, $1,000. Oh, that's a great deal. That's a great deal. Uh, great car, but there is a catch. I want to buy it back from you in a year when I get out of prison. You promised to sell it for 800 or so, so let's negotiate. You're basically just holding on to the car while I go away for a year. That is... Daddy will be back in a year. Never heard of auto-potting, dude? Go for it. This that's is a the... thing? Oh, yeah. I didn't know you could auto That's actually how title loans started. It used to be auto pawns, but then the title loans like, hey, how about you keep and drive your car? Oh, I like that. Yeah, so no, you can go to a pawn shop and they'll they'll take they'll give huh. you money for your car and it'll sit Dude. there till you give the money back. Dude. Auto pawn. Auto pawn. Are you ready art. for the most disgusting and sad one to end on? Yeah, perfect way to end a beautiful Friday show here. This is Please don't eat yet. We're almost done. $35, my ex-girlfriend's panties. We broke our relationship. She's out of my place, but she left her dirty laundry. 
$35 each with a pick. Uh, serious only, no scammers, no endless emails, cash only. The picture looks like somebody, uh, how do I put this? You know what it looks like when you mix water and flour? What happens when you mix water and flour? You know, but like the oh, consistency yeah, that, and oh, the color. Yeah, that, green, that is what green. he's hoping to sell you. For the low price of $35. $35? This guy is not a good businessman at all. You can go on eBay right now and sell to Japanese businessmen these kind of panties for hundreds and hundreds of thousands of yen. Let's go, people! But he took a picture, a close-up, a micro picture, to make sure you knew it was fresh out of the dirty laundry bag. Ooh. I don't know what kind of... Uh, what kind of disease she's sporting, but I suggest that she goes and checks with her doctor right away. Not not now, right now. I don't think, uh, yeah, I think that's a major, metaphor urgent care the, from the picture I'm looking at. And that is 10 really, really, really disgustingly <laughs> sad lives just documented by Craigslist. Oh, my God. The original, the OG social networking site. Yeah. The social network Craigslist. of life. We've been, we've been blowing up the whole time. I'm sorry. We just had so many stories to get to. We couldn't uh, t- check all the Twitters, but I'll check them when I'm home uh, yeah. drinking. We'll play. We'll have fun. And if you ever want to email us, prettygoodpodcast at gmail.com. We read and respond to everything. Yes. Uh, thank you guys so much for spending another Friday morning with us right here at the Toad Hop Network every Friday from 8 to 10 a.m. Pacific and every day, Monday through Thursday, prettygoodpodcast.com. That is Randy and I, of course, producer Elijah is always there with us. And this show replays on Saturdays, XM 165, Extreme Talk 165. You guys are the best. We hope, uh, we, we invite you now to eat breakfast. Oh, yeah, now, now it's a good time to eat. Oh, wait, Heidi and Frank's coming on. How are you going to eat? Oh, yeah, you're going you're gonna to starve till about uh, noon. It's a fast. And uh, we'll see you next week. Live, Live from Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. 